Okay guys, welcome. Episode 15 of the 831 podcast. Um, episode 14 with Jack came across really well. I've had great feedback. As I said, I'm trying to fire these out a bit more frequently. So we're like three or four days later. The next one's out, which is here. I've already got the next one lined up as well. So these are going well. Um, this is one that I've been looking at putting together for a while. Uh... Inglorious poet you may have heard of. It's a friend. Uh, Warren's been a friend for a while now. Like shared jobs on the door together and stuff. So we knew each other. And then he's been he's been doing some stuff in recent years. that really intrigued me and excited me to see. So I really was intrigued. And uh, I followed what he's done and watched it grow. And I feel like this is really the time to get in and speak to him because I think things are really going to kick off for him and really start to move for him. So I really want to be there at what is seemingly the beginning and speak to him so you guys can could hear how hear it really raw and get to really know him, you know, and then not look back and and him being reflective in a couple of years' time. It is it, I thought it'd be great to just speak to him now, and I'm really glad that we did because. I knew it'd go well anyway. I knew he could talk. He's funny. He's charming. He's a nice guy. So I knew you guys would like listening to him. I really like talking to him. So yeah, I was really glad to sit down and talk to him. It went loads better than I even thought it was going to. And we just rambled about absolute bullshit at times. And we struggled to stay on topic. And it was fun. It was entertaining. And yeah, I think you're going to like it. I really enjoyed recording it. So yeah, please um, tune into this one. And guys, please start hitting that share button. If you listen, hit the share button on everything. Find uh, the Inglorious Poets work and hit the share button on it all. You know, this is the only way this works is if we all keep sharing each other's stuff this is what is out there for if you like it share it if you don't like it maybe share it anyway you know it's it certainly doesn't hurt just to share people's stuff it costs absolutely nothing and maybe we're all helping each other out so hit that share button hit the like button um as always a big thank you to uh trojan nutrition trojan fitness lifelong sponsors for me and will always be sponsors of this podcast and everything that i do for the support that I've shared with them over the years. Good Clear English is another sponsor. Andrew helped me out with the Xpeer. Um, if you need anything, proofreading, editing, just want, you know, just check out Good Clear English. Check out the website. It's a great website, great service. Um, so please look them up. Um, but in the meantime, yeah, I'm going to get some more of these out as frequently as possible. Now, at least once a week, I'd love to. So please get in contact with anyone you think might be a good person to sit down and talk with if i haven't if i've never met them all the much better it's great to get to know people especially through this format as well as it is to speak to people that i know so yeah please hit me up and let me know and i'll get them on if you know them uh in the meantime this is the inglorious poet and i really enjoyed this one and i know you guys will as well so thank you very much for listening and i'll catch you on the next one Okay, so, Warren, thanks for joining me, mate. Thanks for uh, coming on. No problem. Pleasure is all mine. It's been uh, like, been interesting in getting you on because I see, obviously, like, Facebook and stuff. You you see, like, 
you see people on Facebook and you see what they post, the way they conduct themselves, messages that they spread, and the things that you do put out there are very sort of similar or they're always seem to be of like a positive a positive vibe, something that I can yeah. sort of relate to, you know? Yeah, because you do it yourself, don't you? I try to, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> yeah. Try, uh, apart from politics, but I've... I've said now I'm not going to post political anymore because... Oh, mate, the people just get divided and everyone's got something to say. And a lot of the time is not educated opinions. Yeah, the, what I don't, the thing that I don't like anymore about politics, and so I sort of, I sort of ventured into posting politically because I enjoy politics and I, I have done for years and I would sit back quietly and I'd look at p- politics. But the thing that I don't get... I'll post statuses or highlight facts that I believe are trying to create some sort of unity or bring people together or get yeah. like a, a a group of reflective opinions and we can work together and talk. But people seem to get hold of that and they just find it a divisive. They find a way to to make it divisive or they find a way to make it two teams against each other. Yeah. And it just becomes like a, a vile, horrible example of people's personalities. It doesn't be, it doesn't yeah. become anything, you know? So. It's a crazy old world. Yeah. Facebook definitely is. But yeah, so I, I used to put... I didn't speak on... I don't speak politically generally about things. I'm more uh, deforestation, yeah, animal cruelty, yeah. stuff like, like that. Things of that nature... Um, but I actually didn't. So if I'm not educated on a subject, I won't talk about it. Yeah. So when Brexit came about, I wasn't educated at all because I didn't read up on it at all. So I didn't post anything. I didn't react to anything on on Facebook. And just because if I, if I'm not educated on something, I won't talk about it. Yeah, which is a that's a good stance to yeah. take. And people, but I think I, people see something come up on their news feed and I think they they I think they think it's personal it's addressed to them yeah. you know and just because it's posted on your news feed it might just be something you need to glance at and think I don't know fuck all about that when you go to comment perhaps it's Check time yourself. yeah maybe if you <laughs> want yourself. if you desperately want to comment that much educate yeah. yourself on the subject yeah. first <laughs> and then go back and say right okay now I can make a, an opinion or form something yeah but it's backed by something opposed to just saying, ah, oh, it's, yeah, don't really want to dive into it because I don't want to start <laughs> attacking people. But yeah. I feel like we can all learn, like, seek knowledge, be better than, than you are or be better than you was yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I've I've posted statuses and I probably still still do. I've posted statuses that are maybe a little <laughs> bit naive or a bit ignorant. I post yeah. them and someone fact checks me or someone picks me up on it and I'm like, oh You're shit! And then I'll go away and I'll do the research yeah. on what I've been and I'll think, well, the, at the very least, I've gained some personal growth out of it. I can go back and I can look. I'm not going to stand here and tell you you're shit or you're wrong when you're not just because I, I'm yeah. my ego's too big to be proven Ego, stupid, bro. you know? Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, I think uh, it's... Yeah, I, so I'm stepping away from politics on Facebook, you know? On if you Facebook, want to talk to me yeah. about politics in person, I don't really, yeah. really like it in person either, but I just think that, you know, on Facebook, <sighs> you just got to hole. step away. Yeah, I posted something about um, Love Island, actually. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, 
I attacked a lot of people. I went on the attack. What is it? It's just not my... I basically, what did I say? I was just saying that... But I was ridiculing anyone who watches Love Island. Yeah. For the fact that... We're making stupid stupid people famous. And yeah. I said, so you watch that show. People say, oh, it's just like... Um, mind numbing TV to relax my downtime I'm like for me it's like, okay so you watch that you give the show ratings and then all they're going to do is make more of those shows yeah. that, that spread small mindedness like a gossip mentality it's just it's like if no positive impact to society so I love Love Island I yeah. watch Love Island I'm an indulger now this okay, is the thing on. for me uh <laughs> I like it from a psychological psychology, yeah, yeah, like a psychological point of view. I like it. I like to see yeah. how these idiots are, how they're willing to conduct themselves yeah. for fame, for, you know, their 15 minutes. To, some of them are genuinely to find love. Like, I'm not going to do that stuff to find love. I'm going to make myself as vulnerable and open as I can to find love. Yeah. I'm not going to go on national TV and make a dick of myself because the two, there's no correlation between acting like that and finding love. So I watch these people and I think, what you're, and then the, the little subtexts within people and how they speak and how they then, yeah. they switch from one person to the next because it might be, it might be good for their agenda. And I think from the outside, you can watch that and you can get an overall sort of view of society. Yeah. So if more society watched it with, through those glasses, I think maybe people will conduct so, themselves maybe differently. Differently. And this is, and then I retracted the, the uh, status. I took it off. And like, once I was like seeing people weren't like going at me, they weren't, def- they were defending themselves a little bit. And it made me check myself. This is what... And so I checked myself a little bit. And someone said to me about the psychology aspect that you've just said as well. And um, I was like, okay. And I retracted it because... One, people can do exactly what they want in their spare time. Two, I kind of... And then I understood what people were saying. There are some people that... that that, that watch it for different reasons, but from the psychological point of view, I, I get it. I do get it. And yeah, it's not my place to say. People can do exactly what... And I mean, let's not be naive. The, the show does so well, not for a psychologist, because it's hot women with their asses hanging out. Yeah, I've never watched it. I've never watched like, it. So, I mean, like, it's, uh, it's girls again, running around I in bikinis feel- all the time, and like guys running around with six-packs, or like Jack was the chubby out of shape one yeah. who won it this year. So it is more... It's... I mean, not not many people watch it for the reasons that I do. And to be fair, I like seeing. I've heard a couple. I've heard a yeah, couple say yeah. the same thing as you. And I, I mean, I like seeing girls in bikinis bouncing around on space operas while trying to eat each other with custard pies, and because it's fucking funny. <laughs> like I watch these people, I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. But it's funny, you know. And it's from the same point of view that. The, there's people out there who are like who wants to watch two men get in a cage and fight each other roll around sway yeah. do something with your time I, you're just killing each other's brain cells yeah. and you got I guess you got to to take into account that we're not all of us are alpha males not all yeah. of us are like we are we're tribal you know and we're within the tribe there's different humans have to uh, assume different roles and mm-hmm. I guess you know, like yeah. some people are not the people who, who want to get enjoyment from that and some people are. And I mean, I, I try and live my life as with as little judgment 
is I can. Yeah. It's hard because, listen, I'm, I make myself sound like I'm some sort of saint there and I'm not. I, but I will sometimes find myself judging and I'll literally say to myself, like, what are you doing? What, yeah, what are you yeah, judging yeah. that person for? What's it got to do with you? It's being aware of it. I yeah. that's the first step. But, um, cool one. Can I have, so, you know, I just said, like, I have, I've never watched Love Island. Yeah. Then I was like, can I actually have an opinion on it because I've never watched it? So another reason why I took the status down. So this is an interesting point. It's you can have an opinion on the genre of TV, the um, the the type of people that it's promoting, etc. You yeah. can have an opinion on the content. So yeah. the moment someone puts the content in, so let's say I bring into um, the argument a book that's written from a Nazi soldier's point of view. And you're like, well, that's wrong. You shouldn't be able to... Like, they shouldn't be promoting Nazi soldiers. Yeah. You can have an opinion that that book shouldn't be put out because he was a Nazi soldier and nobody should be hearing the stuff that he got up to. Yeah. But it's not... You can have an opinion on that, but it's not until you get the context of the book and you see how it's written, yeah, yeah. the way in which it's written. Is your Does your opinion become valid, I guess? Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking that... You can have your opinion on the genre. Should that be made? Should that stupid mind-numbing TV be made? Are people going to strive for more education in TV and stuff if we keep making shit like that that's easy to watch? Yeah. You know? So, yeah, you're, I think your opinion's valid, but you got you bring yourself open to massive criticism yeah. if you haven't watched it. But that's what I, I'm attracted because, again, I don't speak on something if I'm not educated enough. So uh, and I, Because I never watched it, I was like... Um, but yeah. sometimes it's just fun to call people cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you could swear. No, you can fucking swear. You can swear. No, you can oh, swear. No, it's a. Dropped. Yeah, no, I, like sometimes it is just fun to just call, to say it how it is. Something, <laughs> and you sit back and it's provocative. Yeah. And you're just like, you don't. I mean, obviously, I'm a big fan of comedy. And I, I think there's no holes barred in comedy. And I think if you're, as long as you're saying something, that's Whoa. funny. That's all that matters, you know? Like, the context, uh, context is important, but as long as it's funny, yeah. you can get away with most things, you know? Yeah. So, I think sometimes it's nice to just be, like, an antagonist and provocative <laughs> in those ways. Because it's the number one TV in the UK, so the people are going to watch, see your status and they're bang to jump on it. Yeah. And it's just nice to just sometimes call people like that. Yeah, cool out. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean, I get it. People, when people find out, I watch things like Love and Love. You watch Love and like rom coms. I like, rom-coms never would have guessed genre. it. Well, rom coms, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, I, I'd watch a rom com. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I, I watch anything. That's Trying to think of a rom rom com. The Holiday, you seen the Holiday? Yeah. Jude Law, Cameron Diaz. Uh, any Ben Stiller ones? Are they? Well, they they're comedy. They're, they're comedies. Yeah, Forget, um, no. Um, Along came Polly. Yeah, along came Polly. And what's the one with um, Cameron Diaz where the hair with the cum gets the cum in her hair? Something about Mary. Yes. Yeah, that's a rom com. Is that a rom com? Gotta be, surely. It ain't romantic. It's romantic and it's a comedy. Yeah. I mean, it's not It's not Love Actually, which is obviously a great rom com. You like Love Actually? You seen Love Actually? Never seen it, no. What? Everyone says the same thing. Yeah. I probably need to watch it. 
Um, Notting Hill? See Notting Hill? No, nah, anything with Hugh Grant in just annoys me. See, I like it because it's going to be love and I'm like a sucker for a romantic. <laughs> like my favourite film right now is probably A Star Is Born. The Lady Gaga Bradley Cooper Bro, one. It's not a comedy that, in the slightest. That but. film is amazing. Have you I seen cried it? Cried three times. Yeah, mate, I haven't cried so, for like two years. Cried so three good. Times. So since then, I've developed like a really unhealthy obsession with Lady Gaga. To the point, I'm watching maybe an hour and a half a day of <laughs> Gaga videos. I know the yeah. words to all her songs. Like, like yeah, I'm. There's a. She did a documentary on Netflix called Gaga. Yeah. Really interesting. Oh, I've seen it, but I didn't. I didn't watch it. I've seen it the pop up. On yeah, the, watch it if you've got a spare hour and a half one time. Watch it because it's really interesting. It's like she's obviously massively creative. Um, I don't like the word talented, but the only, the only. Why don't you love the word? Because I don't think talent exists. I think talent is an excuse for less less committed people to discredit the work of people who work hard. Apart from, apart from in music, I think when you got someone vocally like Lady Gaga or Adele, who they've obviously had massive training now, but Adele at sixteen years old with very little training was vocally amazing. So I think it's hard to see where talent. That's the only one for me. I do use talent. What about fighting? What about boxing? No, I don't think... I just think that... Bro, you get the guys that work hard to be talented. Then you get the guys... So I'm not on the tournament. I don't train that hard. Mm -hmm. I train like once a week, but I still go in, spar 10 rounds. Yeah. Mix it with people who fight who are a good level. So I think every person is born with certain attributes yeah now you can assign those attributes to a certain group of things so let's say but does that not constitute them being talented possibly as long as you're not assigning that to one thing if I was to say you're a talented boxer I don't think that that's right your your talents would have to be assigned to the group of things that it could fit so let's say boxing fits that so you're a very good boxer so boxing fits that but then you've got other um, other sports, sports or other activities that would entail hand-to-eye coordination, I'm footwork, athleticism. So then it's not so much a talent because then you have to say, well, he's a talent. He's got a talent for sport. And you're like, okay, he's got a talent for sport. What's he like at golf? Oh, he's shit. So you don't have a talent for, for sport anymore. Yeah. So is he, have you got a talent for boxing, or do you have all the attributes to make a good boxer? Coupled, being a good boxer. But coupled then with. The fact that you're committed to it, you're hardworking, you enjoyed it. Is it to do with the nurture as opposed to the nature, i.e. did you happen to be at, say, six years old, your dad liked boxing as well, and you were walking past a boxing gym, so I was like, oh, son, get in there, I've got in the bag. He liked the way you moved, he watched certain elements that came into play, and then things like, so... I, with me with MMA let's say I wouldn't say I'm talented at MMA <laughs> I've never watched a fight what an MMA fight I've ne- no I do, I've never heard I might have heard that back in the day but my memory is terrible unless I'm memorising lyrics yeah. Um, no yeah so what, what, what's your so, MMA so me like? for MMA I uh, I was doing judo doing some boxing and then I was like 18 and UFC came on and it was UFC it was the UFC where it first ever came to the UK and I watched I was like I'm going to do that and somebody said to me no way don't be an idiot I was like I'm going to do it and they're like you can't fucking do that I was like watch this so somebody says I couldn't do it 
it was more like that was my motivation oh, more okay. so than fighting. But then once I started training and I loved it, yeah, that was it. I was hooked. And but for me, it was I sort of have this uh, like this OCD compulsion and obsession with being being a professional. So yeah. with my building company I wish that I, I had own, that. yeah, I wish like, I had that. So with my building company. I want to be professional. I want to run it professionally. I want to work with great people. I want to work with certain developers, not go around and do plastering in six different people's houses in six weeks. I want to work with developers. I want to be professional. When it came to MMA, stop drinking. I didn't smoke anyway. Stop drinking. Like, didn't, and I've drank maybe nine times in 17 years. Like, I was just like, I'm going to be a professional. I'm going to, you watch this now. You're going to, people are going to say, he's a professional athlete. Yeah, yeah. So I've had like 25 pro MMA fights. And, uh, I'm hopefully hopefully fighting again next year if my back holds out. But uh, so I, I just got an obsession and a, an obsessive compulsiveness with being professional. So when someone says I couldn't do something, I was like, right, that is fucking it's it. An awesome Watch. trait to have. Do you know I mean? Yeah, maybe, but then <laughs> it is if you can is. be disciplined. For me, I I assign it to seventeen different activities. Okay, yeah. You see, so. I, which is maybe I think maybe brain trauma from being in it too much, <laughs> being impulsive. I can but so I'm obsessive compulsive, but about a plethora of activities. Yeah, because obviously you do quite a lot of things. Yeah, a stupid amount. Spread yourself thinly. Too thin. Because. But it's variation. It's nice to have that. I think personally. Uh, for me, yeah, because I would go insane. Like if yeah. I when I'm training MMA. And I really am on it. And all I do is train MMA. Okay, you can see my level goes through the roof. I'm subbing everybody. I'm spot my sparring. I'm sparring good boxers and yeah. all of my own. You know, like me and Dave Bailey used to spar loads you all the time. Bailey, yeah, loads. And I mean, he's a good boxer. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's he tough. Is. He's so he beat me in the amateurs. Yeah. So so like I spar uh, him all the time. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to admit that. that but <laughs> don't want to admit that because yeah. Yeah. So I spar with him all the time. Like yeah. so. I know. I know where. My level is box among among many other Mike Graydon used to spar a lot and stuff and really? like lots of decent guys like Dan Stewart back when Dan was boxing and the old place you know Nad Ronnie or we've never sparred no we've never sparred never sparred no. have we no it's not I don't really want to you're like ninety kilos or something how are you uh, let's not talk about it right now <laughs> coming off a back injury eighty eight kilos oh, I'm walking at like eighty four fight at seventy but I'm walking at eighty four fight at seventy kilos yeah. Same as the, the guy I just showed you, Tom Clark, who's fighting on the Cage Warriors show in Liverpool. Yeah, I believe he cuts from ninety to seventy-seven. That's like that's normal in, in yeah, MMA, right? Normal, yeah, yeah. Chris Ogden's ninety-three, cuts to seventy-seven. Does fights he? for us. I'm eighty-four, Healthy. cut to seventy. No, I mean I think I think it's as un. I think it's as detrimental as getting knocked out a weight cut like that. Ugh. So I cut maybe six and a half to seven kilos of water night before weighing, and I think that's as bad for you as being knocked out. That that sort of trauma on your really? brain and you're dehydrated. Well, yeah. I, I was met a I was met a box. I got a buy to the quarterfinals of the ABAs last no this year. Yeah, I got a buy to the quarters, and I was a stone quarters. Yeah, and I was a stone over. The wait like three weeks out, and I was like, "There's no way I'm making that." Yeah. And then yeah. Tom, Tom Clark, my mate, um, was um, telling me, oh, about his cut, and like, uh, you know, when you if you want something bad enough, you'll do it. You'll do it, yeah. 
I was just hoping the weight would come off, and then I thought I'd just do a 24-hour window before the weigh-in. Yeah. Same day weigh-in? Yeah. Yeah, that's a shitter. No, was it the same day weigh-in? Yes, it was. And I remember I, I didn't eat or drink for 24 hours. I was struggling. Yeah. I was, I was, and I missed the weight by four pounds still. I was screwing. <laughs> I was, I, because I just, I thought, well, that, that's going to be, take the, the last little bit off. But I didn't do, I just sparred. I didn't do any cardio. It's got to a, so it's a science, like my weight cut. But you know your body. Scientific. Yeah. And I mean, it comes down to sodium manipulation, water loading, dehydration, hot baths, and it has to be a set process from over time. And yeah. I know my body. I know if I'm 77 kilos on the Tuesday, I know I'll make weight on the Friday at yeah. 70. I know that. If I was 77.5, I'd be thinking, shit, man, I've got to shake this last. Because it becomes really hard then. It's really hard anyway. Yeah. I say I'm not. I say I'm quitting every time. I'm, no, that is it. I'm not going to make weight. I don't care about <laughs> making weight. And this one, like, come on, get back in the bath. And you're sat in the bath with like a shriveled clitoris. And you're just fucking, <laughs> like, honestly, five hours in a bath, hot bath, wrapped up in towels, dehydrating. And you're just, no, I'm well, fucking I done. I won't do that to myself. One, because I believe your chin, this is just a thing in my head. Your chin resist, your resistance to get one hundred percent goes it like drops and yeah and like I've seen it happen to fighters when they they've made uh, made made the cut they've cut the weight and um yeah they they've been knocked out or the punches that don't wouldn't normally hurt them do damage yeah I one hundred percent agree yeah it's, I mean that cerebral fluid that goes really quickly yeah. Because there's a lot of heat through your head, it goes really quickly, but it takes a long time to replenish. Back, yeah. So if I can put an IV in, then I don't mind too much. You're allowed to a do big that. weight cut. I mean, it's, it's, legal, it's unlicensed over here. In Nevada and stuff, you're not allowed to. In America, lots of really? states that you do it, yeah. But if I can put an IV in, then I'm good. I'm like, well, I'll cut eight kilos if need be. I'll put an IV in, you know. So <sighs> then I'll just put an IV in myself and I'm, I'm rehydrated. I know my brain's getting as much hydration as it possibly can. But even so, it still affects your chin. You don't yeah, thinking. man. That's what, that's what I wouldn't do it. I'm not. Yeah. No chance like that. That's what I go. That's an ego thing. I was just about to say. Egotistical thing. Like I, what I, I don't notoriously. I don't get hurt. My my chin's one of my attributes. Um, so there's no way, and I I don't want to blame it on that. If I made the weight and then I got a, a wobbled or said I dropped, yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> cope well with that at the start because yeah. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't make the weight. So you couldn't box. I got a bite of the quarters as well. That could have like opened yeah. so many doors. Did you stay it... and watch it? Nah, did no. I? Hell, I was screwing. I, I necked a bottle of Evian straight away, <laughs> and yeah, I just lost my head. Just went, um, and at pizza, I believe, straight <laughs> away at Pizza Hut, and then but then uh, it just, I just don't want it that bad. Well, that's the thing. You can't want it that bad otherwise you would have been in shape ready for it I would have done cardio I didn't do yeah. any cardio and you, you'd have already been in shape you'd been yeah. waiting for the amateurs to come for the ABAs to come yeah, up yeah I just don't you care would, yeah. I don't care about it and it's that's sometimes the hardest thing to accept I, I think um, so because I've had some shit losses in MMA always against decent guys but uh, yeah. you know like ranked guys but fights where I know I could win and I lost my last fight against a guy called Andrew Fisher and not to discredit Andrew at all, he's a great fighter. He's like ranked number one or two at featherweight now. Like he's a really good guy. Yeah. And uh, but in the fight, 
I never really got going. And then I remember I shot a shit single leg on him, got the takedown. He went to guillotine me. I stepped over the side and Ian Freeman, I could hear right the corner of Ian Freeman's going, oh, that guillotine tight, Merch is in trouble here. And I'm like, what's he on about? It's not well, even fucking on. Him. Yeah. I'm like, what's <laughs> really? he on about? He's, that's not even, he's not fucking guillotining me for me. He's fucking nuts. And he goes like, yeah, Merch, yeah, I don't know what he's going to do to get Next minute, Andrew uh, Fisher changes position. I'm on my back and I'm getting north-south choked because I was listening to what the commentator's no. saying. And I'm not... Now, psychologically... I don't know what it is, and I, I've tried to figure out, and I just, I'm not fucking astute enough to have figured out what it is, yeah. but I guess it comes down to, I couldn't have wanted to win that fight enough. Leading up to it, did I do enough? Did I really prep myself properly? Did you do enough? Did I, just don't know. Like, I'm always fit enough. I, I never lose a fight because of fitness ever. I'm always fit enough yeah, to fight, okay. but... Was I distracted by the fact that I was paragliding? Was I distracted because I'd been base jumping? Or was I distracted because I was looking forward to going to America again? Like, I have I have so many things in my life that I know if I had a doctor say to me, you can't ever fight again tomorrow, I mean, okay, I'd be okay. gutted, but I'll, I'll move yeah, on and I'll do something else. It doesn't define you. You define, do you know what I mean? Exactly. I'm not defined by anything I Same do. Same with me as boxing. It doesn't yeah. define me. It's just something I do. Yeah. Um... Yes, yeah, exactly. Same. What show was that on, by the way? Cage War. Uh, no, Made for the Cage I was. Okay, what? It's a you big show. In the, yeah, I was contracted to Cage Wars, yeah. That's um, a good, um, what, what would you call it? What is it, an affiliation? What, what um, promotion. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. yeah, good promotion, yeah. Cage Wars are like probably the biggest in Europe at the moment, I'd say. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I was contracted to them. Um, and that's probably... As soon as I say I'm healthy again, they'll probably offer me fights. But I want to. I'm gonna have to have a couple first. Just you know, I've been out for two years with my injuries, so I'll have a couple first, and we'll see. And I'll see how I feel. Like yeah. I mean, I'll go and have a couple of fights, see how I feel, and if I'm still like I miss it, I miss it now. And I can't wait to fight. But I'm 35 years old. I fought all over the just world. Yeah, you know, fought all over the world. Like I, I ain't got to prove anything to anybody. Yeah. But. I'd go to bed on a night and if I was to think about not fighting it'd torture me. And what, what, what you chatted about earlier um, about the obsessive compulsive professionalism Yeah, that's in you so you're always going to say that obviously you still want to fight you're going to attack it like Yeah I, I want to be training six hours a day yeah. six days a week be on it I've got a business Did you to say think six of. hours a day? Yeah, six hours a day. Oh, but God. that's, I mean, that's not continuous. That's not one straight session. But let's no, say I do no, two not. hours in the morning, which is like get warmed up, some grappling, like some drills, some drills, then some grappling, whatever. Eat some food. And then I'll try and do a, a strength session um, or, you know, a, a weight session of some sort. And then maybe some stretching at the end of that. And then I'll try and do an evening session as well. So it's time. It's t- I can't do that with a full time job. How you sleep? regularly I try and be in bed for seven and a half, eight hours. So probably sleep time, probably nice. six and a half hours, probably. Yeah, six like hours. I have to have at least like seven. Yeah. I want eight. I think optimum they say is like eight to ten now. Yeah. And There's a study that came out that my mate shared with me. Because um, my mate, uh, i got a friend called Ali and he, um, he only sleeps like four or five hours a night. But he, he has always got energy. I'm talking yeah. next level energy. So we don't... How old? 27. Okay. That's about right. And might start to drop off a little no, bit. No, like, I mean, his, his energy levels are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, 
So if I have less than six hours sleep, three nights in a row, I'll start getting mouth ulcers or something. Yeah, I will as well. I'll start getting run down, yeah. So I need... But that's because whilst I'm awake... I'm not just going to work. I'm going to work. I'm going training. I'm reading books. I'm yeah, watching. So I'm do, doing. You things. know, I'm doing stuff all the time. I'm out flying birds. I'm out walking the dog. I'm, I'm doing something. My mind, uh, my mind is never quiet apart from when I meditate. That is it. There's, apart from that, you meditate. Yeah, yeah, I meditate. Try to every single day. Ah, oh, just something I've never. I, I've tried it. I had the app. What was it called? Headspace. Headspace. Yeah. I like the. Uh, yeah, I just never really. So I, I was I, I plan to do it and then I'm just I plan to do a lot of things in the day I write a whole list but when it comes to meditating it's it's at the bottom of my list. It move it to the top because it <sighs> changed my life. I, I'm just changed my life when I so when I went to America. Uh, I don't know if you know I went to America for nine days and stayed a year. So did you actually? Yeah, yeah. I just went for. Nine, Where did you go? I, I mean, I've been to America. I've been like thirty times. I've been a lot, but I went for nine days to Vegas. Um, just to, just went there, did a bit of trips. Went for nine days, stayed a year. How did but you manage that? I just was there, and something happened. I had a row with a girl, and then my dad thought, "What well, are you going to do? I'm going to stay on for a bit." I'm like, "What? Look, I'm staying on for a bit." So I my brother. He's like. Well, no, don't be stupid. I was like, no, I'm going to set here on my own. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to go straight to the skydiving place where I have friends. I'm going to go get some work there, packing parachutes, get a bit of money, I'm going to be good. I love that so about then, you. Just all the random things you do. Yeah. And then I love it, man. Honestly. Next minute I was in Idaho and I was on Tinder. Started talking to a girl <laughs> on Tinder. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm in, I'm over here. I don't know how long I'm here. Just, I'm trying to buy a van. She's like, what sort of van? I was like, oh, a conversion van. I was looking for a Dodge conversion van. She went, my dad's selling a Dodge conversion van. You're joking. I was like, are you kidding me? She went, no. I said, oh, I was looking for like a 95 or something. She went, I've got a 95 Dodge conversion van for sale. Come round tomorrow and have a look at it. I'll speak to my dad. I was like, are you sure? She's like, yeah. So I go round with a couple of other base jumpers. We both go around there to look at this van. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I meet her. Her dad comes to the door. Me and her dad are talking for a little bit. We have a look around the van. He goes, do you fight? I was like, oh yeah, I do. My ears, I always get, so my ears, like, I always oh, get yeah. that because of my ears. So then, I like a cauliflower. Yeah. Cool, man. And then, uh, kind of envious I go <laughs> Come <laughs> jiu-jitsu, you'll get them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he's like, did you fight on the ultimate fighter? I was like, yeah. He said, I remember you. I was like, what? He said, I'm massive ultimate fighter. Did you have the beard fan, then? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, just, just. I feel like the beard kind of makes you look different. Like, it, it, stand that's out your, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so anyway, I talking about to about his van. I end up buying the van off some girl on Tinder, and then next minute, so I bought the van, and That's I'm just travelling around America in a van. I keep going back to Idaho, base jumping, and every time I'm coming in town, I, this girl messages me, make sure you swing by and say hi. Dad wants to, so I go there. They're like, oh, my mum wants to cook you and the guys dinner tomorrow, so she cooked dinner for the three of us. No way. So go away. She's like, my parents want to take you out. Um, canoeing on kayaking on Saturday you up for it I was like yeah of course go out for a picnic or kayaking with them so then I go away come back in like two months time get a message see you're in town swing by swing by I go there like How come in have a shower in and stuff. she's on my Facebook oh yeah, of course yeah. and uh, so by the end of it I'm like a friend of the family going in like seeing her parents and stuff just travelling around in this van was she cool was she cool Wicked, yeah, wicked, yeah. But then so then she's like, when are we going to go on this date? But by the end, I can't go out with his daughter because I feel loyal <laughs> to the dad. with the dad. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I can't. Oh, I can't go out with the daughter now. Oh, but so then, 
So I bought the van and that was it. I just travelled then and every sort okay, of three visa. months I'd go. Talk to me about the visa. So uh, I would go to Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, I did two months in Canada, then came back into America and then I went into Mexico for a bit, came back and then went back up into Canada for a bit. So in the year, I probably spent seven months in the US, three month, four months in Canada and then a bit of time in Mexico. Mate, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. It was cool. I can't believe you didn't date her though. <laughs> I you can't you. take on one date. No, I couldn't. That's crazy. Like, she's like, she, she didn't even drop me. She's on, my fa- she's on my Facebook now, so she might even hear this. Like, and I, she was just a, a lovely girl, lovely family. Like, she, I, I went into the talk for her, her kids. She was a teacher. I went into okay. the talk for her kids in her school and no like way. did some pictures with them and stuff. Like, just a lovely girl. She was wicked. But yeah, couldn't, couldn't go on a date with her. <laughs> Well, now you're best mates with the dad. Yeah. So I felt wrong. So Screwed. yeah, I just, uh, that was it. I was just away in, in America. And then once you're away, it's easy to not. Did you go cut about the place while you're so in America? I went. Did you go to New York? I've been to New York before. Bro, I love I love place. New York. Yeah. So, so New York at Christmas. Have you been in your Christmas? I went for New Year. Okay, so I had my birthday. Like, so I went, yeah, I went for New Year. So Christmas, mate, is something else. Every shop you go in, happy holidays, have a good holiday. Oh, Christmas man, I don't know music playing. I don't know if I can deal oh, with it. So cool, like freezing cold, and then you walk in I a like shop and it's cold. boiling hot. It's wicked. That, yeah. that 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 shit made me ill. Uh, when when I went um, there, because you're going from hot free like minus ten, yeah, yeah. to a boiling hot shop or a coffee place or yeah. wherever you're going, it's. I didn't think my body liked the hot to the cold, the cold to the hot. Yeah. And yeah, I come down with like the flu, well, it was like flu symptoms. Um, but yeah, New York is amazing. Why were man. you there? Just shopping? Nah. Just shopping. a holiday? Nah. Uh, I was there for my, for New Year's Eve. Yeah. Then my birthday was on the 5th of January. We went to Washington. Um, me and my friend Darren, we went. DC, Washington DC. DC now yeah. we went to the best nightclub. Yeah, like I'm not big on nightclubs. It's like a massive house. I can't remember what it was called, but and I've written like you know when you just that's I want to go. You know when you, I want to go back in time to somewhere. Yeah, I'll go back to New York. Like and that was yeah. only like this year. It was amazing. The buzz yeah. about the place. Yeah, you know when you fall in love with, with somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could live there. Yeah, I've got a couple of places like that. Like now from from yeah. traveling the states one new york so i went to new york the last holiday i ever went on with my mum before she got really ill and subsequently she's passed away but before she got really ill and went into care my mum always wanted to go to new york so her ms was just sort of bad then she could still walk around and stuff so me my sister and my mum went to new york at christmas on like the the 5th to the 12th of December or something so it was wicked Christmas shopping walk around with my mum because you do like miles and miles a day so my mum would get tired so we'd go in a coffee shop for an hour or we'd go for food so it was amazing like a New York was amazing the last real amazing thing I did with my mum so I think I really want to go back but I think I might wait until I meet a girl or I have like something yeah. a bit so I can, so it can remain New York can remain quite special. I yeah. just save it for something. Yeah. Um, and then Austin, Texas. I went okay. there. Whilst I was travelling, my dad, uh, my dad messaged me and said, "There's one of the lads having a stag do in uh, Las Vegas. Come join us." I was like, "Okay, I'll drive down and meet you." So I ran back. I was like, "Hang on." If you're coming over for a week, why don't you come over a week early, meet up with me, we'll drive down to Texas in the van, we'll travel around in the van. Yeah. We'll just, he's like, 
fuck yes, we went. We came up, right, I've booked it. 17 days I've got. So my dad came over and we travelled together for a bit. That's amazing. And uh, we went to Texas and Austin was just wicked. It's I was like, about to say what it's like. It's so like? cool, mate. It's like really eclectic and diverse and there's like this big main street and there's all these bars. There's like live music in like every one of them. Just, it was just so like cultural and different and I love, I love people who, I love people who are passionate and just trying to do something. You go in, there's like a band playing here, and then yeah. an hour later, there's one girl doing just a guitar and some vocal stuff. Next minute, there's a walking poetry night. You just, it was oh, just like mate, really cool, you know. So for me, San Diego, I would, I could live in San Diego. I spent a lot of time in San Diego. A Wales vagina. That's what. I'm yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ron <Wales>. Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, I could live there. I'd like to spend more time in tech in Austin, and I'd like to spend more time in New York. Didn't go San Diego. Yeah, you didn't. I, no, I didn't go San Diego. I went San Fran. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of San Fran. Ah, homeless problem over there. Massive Top. homeless problem. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't need to go back there. But New York, I'm going. I'm going back next year. How long did you go for? Oh, I went for ten days. In New York, you were intended for yeah. ten days in New York. Went for two nights in Washington. Yeah. Nice. That's a, that's a decent amount of time. Mate, it was amazing. Yeah. But um, we go drinking and partying every night. No, not every night. Do you do anything chill? Like go to any shows or? Nah, they see that's what I do when I go yeah. back. You like? Do you like that sort of thing? Like yeah, hundred percent. Theaters, anything. I like live performances. Yeah. yeah. Uh, be it poetry, a live pianist, anything. Um, yeah. So I'll go back and watch. I like shows. I enjoy. I enjoy, do enjoy a show. Um, but New York, I'm going back because I've got a track coming with uh, a New York artist. So we're going to go over there and shoot a video for it. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. So and I'm, then I got a track with a guy from Philadelphia who is, he, oh, he's amazing. So yeah, and hopefully shoot a video for that. Yeah. In Philly, Philly as well because I didn't go to Philly. Have yeah. you been to Philadelphia? No, I've not been, no. I'd love How to can we go to New York? Oh, you had your mum with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was speci- I went there specifically for shopping, you know? You went specifically for shopping? Just Christmas shopping. Like, because yeah. Christmas, like, my mum always wanted to oh, go man, shopping in New York. So, and we only, we only shopped like two days, really. The rest of the time we were going to shows and like going to restaurants and seeing things, but yeah. I couldn't think of anything worse than shopping. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't ever busy go shopping. As well? Oh, crazy oh. Christmas! Christmas in New York. Actually, I, I buzzed crazy. off. Of it. I buzzed off of it. How busy it was at New Year's. I did buzz off of it a little bit. But yeah, Philly. I want to go to Philly. Yeah, I'd love to go to Philly. Rocky the Rocky Bar. thing, yeah. And, and like the whole reason I started boxing was because of Rocky. So I feel it's only right that I run up the steps. Like your homage, yeah, yeah. yeah do a do a little. Do a stupid little video, me running up the steps, yeah. add some music to it, obviously. But yeah, and obviously, mate, I got there's a guy I've got this track with, Wes, and he's someone I listened to, and I really like. I, I just thought, and I had, I've got this, I got given this beat, and I could hear him on the track, and I thought it'd be amazing to get this guy that I listen to. He's got like twenty thousand followers on or listeners on Spotify. Mm-hmm. No, he's got more than that. So twenty thousand followers on Instagram. So he, and he's like he's well known in the game. He's he's done a lot of tracks with Vinnie Paz and uh, like other big artists. And like yeah, I sent him sent him a track on a whim. Just yeah. just thought, oh, well, he, he's probably never gonna see it. Like you never know. 
Um, just send it, why not? And then six, I think, I think, I swear it was like five, six months later, got an email back and it said, Reef the Lost Calls. This guy, the, the MC, I was like, oh my God. Like, obviously then I started getting like nerv- nervous a little bit. Like, ah, oh, what's it going to be? But then he, the fact that he's replied, opened the email and he, he, he said he, he liked what I'd done and he wants to jump on the track. Yeah, and mate, I was buzzing. So yeah, I'm hoping, I was jumping around the living room and everything. <laughs> I said, so, like, mate, like, someone I listen to myself and I li- I've got his songs on my playlist because like, I, I rate him. Yeah. It's gonna come on a track with me. I, I just found I thought it was amazing. It, I, it, so things. That, so I don't really do like. Uh, I don't really do like this starstruck fame shit. Like, but it's nice when you when you put your work into something and yeah. you have someone who you not even look up to someone who you can see their work and you can admire respect their work, respect it. their work, yeah. yeah. And then when they give you any sort of acknowledgement, you're like. Fuck! I can I can be yeah. this. I can fucking do this. Yeah, now. that was it for yeah. me. The fact that he was like would come on a track with me. I'm like no one even knows I rap. Yeah, yeah. And then now I'm gonna have a track with someone who everyone knows raps, especially in America. So for me, it was like a a mass. Yeah, it's a massive thing. You know? But I, yeah, so I'm gonna release that not until end of next year. Yeah, I've got like so much stuff to. I, w- I don't want to go with my best shit first. So I'm keeping that held back because yeah. I want to get the video done for it. Yeah, of course. I um, think uh, like now in a, in a, in the age that we live in now, it's so so easy to produce stuff yourself. You can't go out there with shit. You can't put shit out first of all yeah. because it'll be dismissed. So yeah. if you're gonna do something and you're like like you said you could put a track together but you want to go out and you want to do the video and you want to make yeah. it you know don't just release something because you're impatient yeah like I'm like that it's art John. yeah you like, perfect be, like, I want to make it as good as it can possibly yeah. be yeah because it's, it's uh, like, so I I I sort of struggled or I re, I recognise other people's struggles with even with this doing this podcasting is it mm. people are like oh what if no one listens and eventually it was like who gives a fuck? Give a fuck. Yeah, Who cares? Like, you know say. what? Because I think that I like what you say, the way that you say it, the way that you put things out. So I want to talk to you. Yeah. I believe that other people should be allowed to hear what you've got to say. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. So forget the narcissistic point of view of, oh, I want people to hear my voice. No, I want people to hear your voice. Yeah, I want yeah. people to hear what you have to say. So if I give you a platform where you can draw five new listeners who would have never come to you, they're paragliding pilots 100%. who never knew your name, and they can hear you and they can say, fuck, I didn't... They, they, can, re- I can, re- they can resonate with me and what Ex- I'm saying. Exactly. So I just think you have to put it out there and whoever listens, listens. And the people who don't listen... It ain't for everyone. It, and, and if you listen to anything, oh, that's shit, you don't need to come on and tell me a shit because yeah. it's not going to discourage me. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. just wasn't for you. Yeah. It wasn't for you. Like, Love Island's not for you. Exactly. It's that simple. You put it out there. If it's not for you, you don't need to tell me it's shit because it's not going to matter to me. Just yeah. move on and find find the part of you yeah, that's not... Yeah, man. You know? I'm like this. So if I'm... Say I make a track... Say I made um, an EP but someone go, they didn't like... They only like one of the songs out of the seven on my last EP. I'm okay with that. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm completely fine because... I like and like I but used to if someone criticised me or didn't like it, it would like I would feel like oh shit I'm not good enough or bloody blah, blah when really I do it because I want to do it I love doing it 
But also, if I buy a CD very rarely, or an album very rarely, do I ever like every track? Yeah. Unless it's a greatest hits. Yeah, unless it's greatest hits. <laughs> Tupac greatest hits. So, yeah. And it's like, and it's, I feel like his, oh, how, would it work? how do I explain this? Like expectations. You know when people have expectations of things, or like for me, I don't expect anyone to like it. I do it because I want to do it. And if they like it, yeah. Then all the better. Then, then, then it's great. Because I feel like, even like in everyday life, when you expect something off of someone or expect someone to react a certain way, say you're in a relationship, you do something nice for someone, they, or you do something and they, they don't react how you thought in your head, you played out in your head, that's, and people get upset. Yes. I see it happening all the time where I chat to friends and they hear there what they say. Um, yeah, expectations, just lower them. Well, <sighs> I don't want to say lower because I I, I sh- I'm aim 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 high, but don't expect too much. Yeah, you're, all you're gonna set yourself up for is is to feel upset or whatever. Um, do you know what I'm saying? So for for me, I think the way that I look at it is, um, you have to find your own set of morals, yeah. your own your own virtues that you're willing to live your life by. The things that make you happy, the things that you're willing to do for that happiness, and the things that you're not willing to do. When you find those morals, you don't relinquish them for nobody. Now, what that means is... your own code. Yeah, your own code. So for me, now, I'm going to do the things that make me happy, okay? Now, if I'm going to do them, if, if... it's people, other people's appreciation or other people's acceptance is what makes me happy. I'm already fucked because you're 100%. always trying because you're not following you're not following your code anymore. You're following somebody else's code, source. and it's and you don't know what the rules are. You don't yeah. know what you don't know what the uh, what the rules are for that acceptance because they're the ones who approve you. So you have to say right, my morals are. I'm never gonna knowingly upset or hurt somebody. Yeah. I'm never gonna knowingly stand on somebody to get to where I want to get to no I'm going to maintain my virtues and morals and I'm going to stick by them so you do all the things in your life that make you happy like keep you smiling everything that you want to do whilst maintaining these morals as long as you do that yeah everything else is irrelevant if people don't like it or if people don't accept it or it doesn't achieve what somebody else is achieving, that's okay because that's what you haven't done is you haven't relinquished those morals. So you've still yeah. stuck within the boundaries of what you wanted to do. Yeah. And then you move forward and you do the next one and the next one. 100%, man. I agree with everything you just said. And, um, yeah, you, you can't have your happiness come from an outside source. It needs to be, from. well, this is me, it needs to be within um, and you can't like seeking other people's approval or acceptance. It's uh, it's just not the, for me. It's not the way to go about life or the way you live because obviously I used to be like that. Like we all just want to fit in. Yeah, we all want to be accepted. We all want to be liked. But for, for above all that, you've got to like yourself. Well, when you can be someone like Gandhi. Or Martin Luther King and yeah. still be hated by a majority of the world. Well, this, yeah. What you're, what else can you do? You're never gonna so be accepted by you're everybody. You're never gonna be nice enough. Yeah. So what's the point in just Gandhi. trying to be nice? People say, I just try and be nice. There's no point in just trying to be nice. Yeah. You have to just be you. Yeah. You have to just be you. That is it. And I don't think 
I don't think there's many people who are instinctively bad, horrible people, vindictive, nasty oh. people. You know, like not they're not they're just not like that. Maybe society corrupts people. Conditioning is conditioning exactly them to be that way. Yeah, or what people do is because people people see society and how we. You know, even down to the political aspects and the, the way that we vote a system in, the way that we have um, in the House of Commons where we have, like, these uh, debates where they put the other side down and it becomes personal attacks. Yeah. When we have a society that's built on... On on them. On history of... The, that's what it's built on. It's the history of of that. That's what what we are... To, this is how you conduct ourselves. These are the pillars of our society and that's how they're conducting they're acting, their self. Yeah. That's how we. So when you when when we see that, that's how you start to act in school or whatever. I don't believe that people are instinctively that way inclined. Inclined. So, if they're not, all you have to do is be you. Don't people are so nasty because they want to fit in with another group of friends. Yeah, people yeah. are selfish, bull, like the bullying, bullying, bullying yeah. thing, yeah. All because they want to fit in. So if you if you strip back and you say. I'm just going to be me and I accept me. Yeah. If you can do that, just then the next cut. person's accepting me. Yeah, just exactly. Don't be horrible. Yeah. Just just, just be you. Be just you. be you. But and if you are if horrible, you're, no, cunt, if you, no, but if you're a cunt, don't be you. Change. <laughs> yeah, Try and grow, change. Grow. I don't exactly. like dropping the C bomb, but like for that. It's one of my favourites. Yeah. It's one of them for like, yeah, like. Uh, I'm with you. But okay, so then I'm going to go back to watching these shows where they see people arguing, fighting. Like you said, the pillars of our society acting in this manner. Then people think it's normal to act like this way, to gossip about someone around the corner. It's like, just do you. Do your life. Don't... But then I said what we watch on television is conditioned us to believe that it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's okay to to hate that someone else is doing well. Like, I literally... Oh, mate. Like, you know when people are jealous of other people? Yeah. I never get it. Yeah. I, yeah. I've never, ever understood... Maybe when I was, like, younger, I, I, maybe I had a bit in me, but the older I've, gr- I've grown, the more aware I've become of myself and who I am. Why is anyone jealous of anyone? I don't know where that comes from. I, so... If jealousy is a, a, a feeling, like a, a little feeling you get in your body, I've experienced it. But for me, it's this. If I see somebody, let's say Conor McGregor, let's say people, I remember about five years ago, my cousin said to me, oh, aren't you jealous of Conor McGregor now? I was like, what? He said, aren't you jealous of him now? Like you were like, he used to fight on undercards when you were main event and stuff. Like, Aren't you jealous of him? And I'm like, no, like... When I look at him, I'm ashamed that I didn't work harder. Really? I look at him and I think, fair fucking play, that could have been me. I could have fucking put the work yeah. in. Now, I'm not saying I'm as good as Conor McGregor. I'm saying I would I would work as hard as him. But I yeah. got distracted along the way. I did other things that made me happy. Now, I don't look at him and resent what he has. Yeah. I look at him and I think, prick, you could have been there. You should have, you should have yeah, worked harder. people don't look like that. They, 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 get, they get jealous um, of someone else, but like... We all walk our own path. Yeah. And you're, you're in charge of walking your own path. And so you can ne- never be jealous of someone else's position. I don't know how we're going. How do we get to talk about jealousy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what led us here. But like it's, for me, it's, 
yeah, like everyone's got their own path. So I'm not, I'm not jet. Okay, so I played football from the age of like seven, eight. Played for Bristol Rovers to the age of seventeen, then just one day just quit. Yeah, I was like, fuck football. Same story as you. I got really, really like goalkeeper. I was yeah, I was sitting really? in Newcastle. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. And then I started boxing, became fairly good at that, and talked to me going pro, blah blah blah. And then I, I I done really well to begin with. Then then I just I just I don't love it, and it's I don't know, but I don't. And then my dad was saying to me today while we're working, he was, um, oh that could have been you while we're looking at the paper. That could have been you. Why you? Because for him it's a bigger thing for me. But I'm like, this is my path though. Like I'm happy where I am now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm not financially like where I would where I would like to be, but I'm not minted basically. Yeah. And like, or you could have done this, or you could have done this, but yeah, I could have. But I'm walking this path. Yeah, yeah. And you, do you know what I mean? And I'm happy with it. It's it's the path I've chosen. But, and but there's no destination. So there's not the people journey. say it like that could have been you. But this ain't over yet. Like, what do you 100%, mean this could have been... It's, not, it's yeah. not over yet. This is not... Maybe I'm going past that. Maybe, like... I, this is a, this is a journey. This yeah. is not a destination. And it's my journey. Exactly. Like, it's your journey. Exactly. And I just feel like... Yeah, my, my path... It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. It's a crazy notion, but... Like... I might not be the being who I am right now had I been a football player. Mm-hmm. Had I been a boxer... Something could have happened along the way. Had I got into the Marines rather than getting medically discharged in training, um, I might not be who I am. Or, or say, I, say I went into the Marines and I, I didn't get medically discharged, I could have PTSD. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I won't be writing music like I am. I've got so many big plans. Yeah. Like, and I'm so happy that I failed. It's like failed in inverted commas to in other people's. Uh, perceptions um, because I wouldn't be where I am now and like I feel like it's all it, it's all going to make yeah because people so people say this word about failure but what have you failed at what was the yeah. what was the thing that I missed what was the goal that you were yeah. you failed at like well I failed at life oh well no then I haven't failed at anything there's nothing to fail at yeah. like so people always say to me like uh because I do so many shit. Or oh, you should if you settle down, you focus on order. Or you'll be single forever because you can't settle down and be with anyone. Life ain't like a life ain't like one of these films that you like watching and stuff like this. I'm like, but Bro, it is. It has to I... be for me. That it has yeah. to be that love has to be like a star is born for me. Love has to be like the bodyguard for me. Stage. It has <laughs> to be like and like people say to me. So I'm. I, I didn't realise until recently people don't think like this. So I literally, I want to know, I want to know everything. Literally, yeah. I pressed the up button on my volume in my car the other day. I was like, how does an up volume button make the volume go up on speakers? <laughs> is there like a, is it like a funnel that gets wider and then more volume can get through? How does that work? Okay. And then I'll literally be like, I don't know, putting filler, two pack epoxy filler in the wood at work. I'm like, what? These two combinations, how does that make one solid thing? And why does it take that long to go hard? And and I wonder about that. I wonder, you know, it can be a million different things. And then it'll be, oh, I bet, I wonder, I reckon I could hold a tune. I wonder if I could be a singer. If I dedicated a year to getting my voice yeah. right, could I be a singer? And then I'm like, you know, oh, could I act? I wonder if I did dedicate to act, could I? I honestly think, like, 
could I do everything? I want to do yeah. everything. And I didn't realise people didn't think like that. And then the lads in work are like... Do they not? Apparently no, not. No, they don't. Well, I don't even know why I asked the question. Yeah. I, I'm with you. So um, I, I don't... And guys are like, what do you mean how does the volume button work? I'm like, how... Like, well, it's just electro. I'm like, what, you haven't because thought about what makes think, that work? They don't want to think about it. They don't... Like, I, I question everything. I feel like you're, you're me times two. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done that with the volume. I've done it with similar things. But I never had until the other day. That out of oh, the blue. Okay. Just press the button. I was like... Were you that kid at school that would always ask questions? Oh, always, yeah. Ah, the teachers hated me. Oh, um, teachers yeah, hated yeah, yeah. me. But loved me at the same time because, yeah. I you know I mean, I'd talk my way out of it. But yeah, I would always disrupt the class. I was the same. So yeah, so all my school but Wesley is so endearing and so intelligent, but he needs to stop disrupting the class. Same Mom, thing. Like, You're disrupting... I'm like... All I want to know is why I'm not disrupting. I don't understand what yeah. they're telling me. Like she's telling me this is this, and I want to know why it's that. Yeah. And like, but they've told you. Don't have to. I'm like, but that, Christ- that's why education's a problem for me. Edu- like I got a big issue with education because yeah. I can't get my head around this curriculum shit. Yeah. Thirty people in a room, thirty individuals, all are going to go off and do the same, the same shit. The like, same and that you're telling me this guy's an underachiever because he's not doing this he's not it's fulfilling this information yeah and uh, so when I was on the door I used to have arguments on the door now I like words I like etymology and I like to play around with context of the way that I speak that word, bro. Et- etymology <laughs> is the I'm going to have to use that in a while <laughs> so etymology is like the the history of a word like the um the, the origins of a word no. etymology yeah really so yeah so i i Let love that I, <laughs> i'll text it to you um yeah yeah so i love etymology and uh linguistics all all aspects of the written and spoken word i love so i would get into arguments on the door and then this would be my favorite one and i'd be like i just be like listen you're not you're honestly not intelligent enough to have this conversation with me not intelligent enough i got a degree yeah and i look up straight and i'm like the fact that you use education as your parameter proves to me you are not intelligent yeah enough that's, your, like, that's what you want about that's the only way to gauge intelligence i'm like we can't go on if yeah, you have to man, use education to gauge intelligence, there's no, we can't go on. We've hit a level here. We've hit a, a ceiling, and I'm going to go past it, and you're stuck because you believe that, that you, education you, is intelligence. You think inside of that box. Exactly. Um, I think we're pretty similar guys. Yeah, yeah. So I think so. that's what <laughs> drew me to want to talk to you. I yeah, think, by the know? sounds of it, we're very similar. Um, can I go back to the... You said people about saying about you being single and yeah, the, the love yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. So do you get that a lot? Yeah, all the time. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, 30, I'm 35 my years mom, old. My mum and my dad yeah. all the time. I, I get this from my stepmom <laughs> and my dad. I get this every time I see them. Oh, don't you want to meet someone in Settle Down? I'm like, yeah, but I want to meet the right person. Yeah. Like I've got mates who are 35, divorced. 35, I've got kids with two separate women. I... I Listen, I've got a daughter who's 17, mm. I'm 35, I am in no rush to be with somebody for four years and realise it's the wrong person. It's like the, like, we, everyone, I feel like, not everyone, a lot of people feel like there's a mould to follow, like, you're like, everyone, like, lives, well, you get, like, you meet someone, you get a house, you get kids, you get a dog, you get everything, mm. and it's like, 
for, for some people, I feel like it's checkpoints in life that they've reached this. And when they see other people doing it before them, they, they rush along. Like everyone's yeah. in a rush to get all these things rather than just being. So people try to, they try and achieve this goal that society promotes. Yeah. Whilst never trying to achieve who they are yeah, yeah as were me i want to truly understand who i am and if, i feel like they might get to like 40 50 years old and be like just not actually being able to cope or they might have a mental, mental breakdown of some sort yeah I, along I those lines yeah. you know what i'm saying no i completely agree or how oh. many how many times have you heard or you know of people who they wait until their kids are old and they get divorced oh we want to stay together for the kids yeah. You want to stay together for the kids. A, you got together too fucking young. Like, yeah. know who you are. Just know who you are. Like, I, I think, for me, travel is the most important part. So, yeah. r- reading and travel. The two most important parts of life for any human being, as far as I can see, reading and travel. Reading because it expands your knowledge base far beyond what you what you can uh, visualise and conceive yeah, there yeah. if you read not, I read mainly non-fiction not fiction let's say you read fiction you have to use your imagination and creativity mm-hmm. so if you're someone who's not massively creative you, it makes you creative you have to visualise the story if you're reading non-fiction you're reading examples and and lives that other people have lived so then it sparks wow there's more out there than this than fucking Bevinster High Street I mean like there's more there's more yeah, out there yeah. so Reading massively, I read a lot. I massively. I don't reading. read. Oh, I read a lot. At least a book a month. I can't. So. I I can't. I can't read. So I, I can read perfectly fine. Yeah. I've got good vocabulary, especially when I'm rhyming. Um, but I, I've got ADHD. And I'm not going to use that as an excuse because half of me doesn't think it's actually a thing. Yeah. Um, however, until you try and sit down and read something yeah then I, I can't I can't I can read it perfectly fine read the words but I get to the bottom page and I'm like what have I read yeah. what have I read I still do that sometimes do so you? You, I'll read sometimes and I read a lot so I'll read sometimes as I'm reading I'm talking to myself in my head oh. so I'm reading the words but I'm having a conversation yeah. I'm still reading the words I can see them and I'm, I'm actually thinking reading. about what I'm doing later about, I'm doing exactly I'm thinking so about five different things I get that time. sometimes but that's when you've got to recognise that and pull yourself... Discipline. Yeah. That's one good thing about reading. But the other thing about travel, you're uh-huh. out of a comfort zone and it teaches you that... that you can be you, the real you, every single day because you're going to meet someone new. And you're not... Like, no, you're like, not living in the same town where everyone's got their uh, perception of, of you. Exactly. Or, so you're you're not restricted by that. Yeah, you know uh, because saying? you can be free. Nobody has a perception of you if you're meeting someone new every day. They so don't know you. Did, yeah. So I got, I heard something. I might have read it. Maybe I read it, and it really resonated with me, and I really loved it. And it was that um, you are never the same person to two different people. So your 100%. perception of me will never be the same as the next person's perception of me. So no person on the planet actually knows you. And then I was like, yeah. I was like, fuck. Mind blown. Like yeah. because my brother, who would know me better than they know most you people, your experiences through with them. They he knows me through his eyes. Mm. Now my sister, you think well, you grew up together. They mm. know you. 
they're gonna have different opinions. So if you start because you've got different experiences yeah, with write down your top ten favorite memories, your top ten facts about him. They're bound to be different. So then, for every person you've ever met, not no two people have the same opinion of you. And I was like, blew my mind. I thought they could have similar ones. Because, it could be similar, yeah. yeah. No, but no they're always gonna have that little. Maybe it was a little look that I gave somebody just at the end of when I said something, yeah. or maybe it was a little smile when somebody was upset one day. I seen them crying. You just smile at them just at the right yeah. time, and they think. Oh, where's the care and consider? And there's one other person who you snarled at on the door because yeah, you're angry. Yeah, yeah. Just it's oh, he's a prick, and <laughs> it's so crazy when you think about that. that no matter how but long life people is have been crazy. in your life, life is crazy. Yeah, it's just like I love that. Just, so I just thought, you know, just be, just do you, do just you, be you. Because no, like you said, no two person people are going to think the same thing. Yeah, so just just be you anyway. Be you anyway, and let other people perceive you how they must. As long as you're not a cunt. If you're actively... If you're being... Well, fuck them. I don't care what their opinion is. <laughs> Always care what people's opinion is. As in... You know, if you don't like me, you don't like me. But I care what your opinion is because it might be reflective of how I'm conducting myself. So I should care because if I'm being dismissive and arrogant, then, yeah, I need to worry about your opinion. Yeah. But don't... Just check yourself. Check yourself, yeah. But you can't worry. Like Other people are going to have their opinion. So you just do you. Exactly. Stick to that moral code that you have. There's ethics. Yeah, man. Like before, I I used to when I was younger, I'd let other people's opinions of me or expectations of me rule my life. I had it for so long. I didn't. So I've been writing music uh, from the age of like fifteen. I used yeah. to love. I like. I I I fell in love. Listen, two pack changes. Remember that? Yeah, remember yeah. That track. That's when I fell in love with hip hop. Or and I was just. So I start writing. And then from the age of like 15, 14, 15, then I released like a mixtape at age 18. 18 and I sounded really American on it. Like, <laughs> it, like what I was saying was all conspiracy stuff. Yeah. And what I was saying, the content was okay, but it sounded American. Yeah. And like listening back, it's quite funny. But then from that on, onwards, but then I got to the age and I was boxing and I wouldn't, and then I didn't do any music at all. I'd just do it like privately. I'd do it every now and then because I was scared of other people's opinions of me. Yeah. Always wanted doing that for. He's stupid, blah, blah, blah. Because, and so I was gov- ruled and governed by other people's expectations. Oh, he's a boxer. So I thought, right, boxing. This is me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so it goes back to like, be you. It's taken to me until I was 29 to be like, with boxing, I had like bad luck with it, with the medical, etc. And falling out with coaches. Then I thought, Do you know what? Like, you get, I got 29, I was like, give a fuck what anyone thinks. Like, I would, I'm just going to do what I enjoy doing. I don't care about anyone's opinion anymore. I wish I had that head when I was 22. Like, or when, when, when I cared so much. But then... We all walk our own path, and this was the path. You got you got to be ignorant and blind, yeah, because you have to learn that. Yeah, you we know, like we learn. You have to be twenty two and naive to learn that, and then isn't that from mad? that you become you. I think. Uh, Do we let our our our, our lives? Well, some people let our. Well, we let our lives be governed and ruled by the fear of other people's opinions of us like have, have you had that in your life yeah yeah and so when I was young I was I was sort of 
I did used to worry about that sort of stuff. And I would uh, worry about people's opinions and acceptance. And then it's not until I realised I actually stand out a little bit. Not because I want to, yeah, but because I think a bit differently. Like, yeah. And that's not to say I'm special. I'm just saying I, yeah, I yeah. think a bit differently. I don't want to conform. I, I, I question everything. People call me a conspiracy theorist. Like, and yeah. it's because I don't just believe what I'm told. I want... If someone that's says it, you seek more information. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, I, but I did. Well, so I was younger, I did. I, I had mates who were really good looking growing up. Like, we were 19, yeah. 20 or whatever. And... Guys, you've got a new fucking hell, man. Look at them, they're good looking. Mixed race guys, I hang about a lot of mixed race guys. Yeah, okay. Always look good with a shaved head, tan skin. I was like, fuck, man, those guys look good. They're wick. Like, and then people used to say to me, man, you're so good. Like, women, no, when you're growing up, it's important. Yeah, yeah. You're so good because you can just chat and you can speak to anybody. So I would do because I could talk yeah, to people. Yeah, yeah. But these guys would walk in and girls would look at them. Oh, and mate. I used to be like, yeah. So I used to think, two, like, mate, two of them. Uh, Ali and Anton Welling, uh, Ali, Christy, Dean, and uh, Anton Welling, both the same. Just yeah, it's handsome. Yeah, mixed race. <laughs> but guys. and you're a re- you're a good looking guy as well. So you've got a full head of hair. You're a good looking guy. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like, I always used to, th- I always used to, like think, oh fucking, I wish I was a bit better looking, or I wish I just, and then. Just did you get a bit older? Those insecures. Once you, once I started letting people punch me in the face. And I had cauliflower ears. And yeah, I said, yeah. people would be like, on the doors, I'd be like, yeah, you're just fucking ugly. I'm like, I let people kick this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, let yeah. people kick and punch this. Being good looking is not a prerequisite I'm worried about being judged exactly. by. Exactly. Like, I'm not worried about I looking good. I say that all the time, innit? I, um, I, I don't care. I, don't, I, get punched in, I get punched in the face. I'm okay. Like, this a lot of times is my first line of defence. Yeah. This is why I throw, <laughs> I throw this at other people's fists. Again, like, oh, like, okay, so with you, like, I'm not defined by being a handsome guy. Um, I, and, I, and, like, people who are, they're not going to be boxers. No. Or they're going to be really good boxers. <laughs> like, don't get in the face. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, like yeah. Um, but like you said, you could chat to you could You could chat. I could always talk, yeah. yeah and, yeah. you know, I think it comes... So, people always say, like, oh... You got no shame. You got no. You don't get embarrassed. No, no, I, I do. Yeah. But I'm more likely to get embarrassed because I got something wrong than I am because I'm worried about. You know, let's say I, I know I do. Let's say I do karaoke. I'm not gonna be embarrassed because you think I shit. I hope I'm shit yeah, because yeah. if I'm a good singer and I'm doing karaoke, something's gone really fucking yeah, wrong. Yeah, so I hope doing? I'm shit when I do karaoke. So when I do karaoke, I would be more embarrassed if I stumbled over the word and got it wrong because I want to do it perfectly. I want to be perfectly shit. Does that make, yeah, sense? Yeah, so makes sense? If I do karaoke and I miss a word, that would be more embarrassing than than doing karaoke in the first place. Yeah. As where well, I see so many guys, they're like, oh, I wish I could be like you. You're not even drinking and you're not doing karaoke. I'm like. Yeah. There's the microphone. Yeah, Go yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't. So what is it? It's a fear. Like, other people's... Like, they have fear. Okay. I do as well. I say other people. Let me just ch- chuck me into that as well. Like, we have these fears of... Of failing. Like, or, or, or looking like an idiot. Yeah. Or in inverted commas. Or... Yeah, but like, once you let go of that, you're just so much happier. And like, again, the older I've got, the more... The less I give a fuck. Yeah. Because, like you said, we, it goes back to, again, be you. Because, as well, you've been laughed at. Yeah. You've had the piss taken out of you. You've been rejected. Yeah. You've been... But that's the thing, right? Guys don't like to go up and talk to a girl or ask a girl out on a date. Like, I'll yeah. go up to any girl on a bar. If the, I'll say to the guys, 
Pick What's a girl. What's the worst you're going to say? Pick a girl because it doesn't bother. It, yeah. She could be the best looking girl. And I'll go up and say hello. Yeah, like, because course, I'm not. Yeah. I don't, what's the worst? If she says go away, ugly, I'm going to go. Ah, I <laughs> yeah. I'm going to think I'm it's hilarious. You're not going to let yeah. it affect you. No, I'm not going to actually go away, look in a mirror and think I'm ugly. I'm going to like, yeah. okay, like what? It's yeah, not, right. it's never going to bother me, you know? So I, and I understand not everyone can be like that. And it would be naive to think that they can. But wouldn't it be great if everyone could just be themselves? Like I'm, Again, I don't want to say it like everyone. Like, I'm in this. Like I feel like I'm not the ac- accomplished being. Like I'm, I'm on the the road to it. But like, I just wanted to highlight the fact that I don't want to keep going at everyone. <laughs> I'm in this as well. But yeah, like just be you. And like I said, I've only start only started really. It's sl- it's a slow process. Have you always been you? I like have, no. but I've kind of like. Had the and I've kind of like taken like anchors holding me back off. Yeah, so I would say that um, it. I've always been me, but I didn't know sort of why. Like, yeah. uh, and I still haven't got a fucking clue who I am. That's not to say I'm complete. I don't have a yeah. clue. I don't know if I want to be a singer, an actor, a fighter, a dancer. Uh, I don't. I know I want to. I know I want to be massively creative and it's not even for people say oh yeah you know what just leave a legacy no I don't really care about leaving a legacy yeah but you just want people to say you're amazing no I don't care about people being I just want to do something amazing so that I look at it and I'm like no that's fucking special in the same way that I watch a great film like The Star Is Born I listen to a great song like Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror or Ludovico Anardi play the piano. Wow, um, I listen to him. I got a playlist. I know. Yeah, I love Anardi. I can never pronounce his name. I, yeah. I, I would have stumbled saying, "Mate, I love piano." Yeah, me too. So, so I listen to that, and when they when he plays, and I'm like, boom, 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 boom. I listen. I'm like, which one was that? Oh fuck! That's a Nouveau Blanc. Is called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the one. Go um, on, sorry. And so I hear, hear it and I'm like, that. I want to do create, that. He's created yes, that. Yes, I want, I want to do that. Or I hear like, in that film, I keep referencing The Star is Born, and because it's fresh and I watched it recently. But, so she writes a song and then Bradley Cooper goes... You're not Cooper doing goes, answer it on there, are you? Yeah, I'm <laughs> Bradley Cooper's like, how'd you hear it? And she just, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. She hears it in her head. So yeah. I watch a documentary on Lady Gaga. She can do that. Yeah. She says like, oh, so she gets these words. I'm th- it needs to be bump bump, and she starts playing the piano. And next minute she grabs a guitar, and I'm like, that. I want to do that for a minute. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just I want to know what it's like to just go. I have all this stuff inside me. I know what I can do. Play a piano, yeah, yeah. write the words. Boom! There it all is. I've expressed it. Or bam! It's out. Passion. Right. And I see her face change and the way she her neck strains to get it out. Yeah, and I'm man. Like, that passion. I want that in something for a minute. And it's the same with Shakespeare. When Shakespeare wrote a play and he writes Hamlet and he closes the playbook and he's like, "Fuck, that was it." Or Romeo and Juliet. Bro, and that's and he's why like, I write. That. That's why I write hip hop music. That's why I write poetry or spoken words. Stuff. I write it sometimes, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm the best at anything. But I sometimes write, it and I'm like, "Fuck!" That's how I, and I, I'm, I'm happy with it because if I seen some, if I heard someone else who I respect to do, I'd be like, "I'll, I'll, i understand it. I'll feel it." Um, yeah, I do it for that feeling, 
And it, like, I love it. So I'll hear an instrumental, I'll get sent an instrumental and I'll hear the woman's vocals in my head. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I hooked up with a, a girl called Bronte yesterday who's a female vocalist and like I know how I wanted it to sound and I got a, she had a, a way of doing it which was amazing by the way and then I asked her for something to, that I wanted to do and then we collaborated the ideas and it's, it's like that we're doing a video for that end of the month like that and it sounds amazing yeah. but like I, I can hear it I'm no Lady Gaga but I can hear things in my head and I get an instrumental and I hear the hook yeah. hear the chorus I hear a gospel choir I hear something yeah. and I've got to make it happen so did you say you're looking for that thing or are these what you're doing the podcast oh, so, the, are all these your things people say to me uh, what after fight oh, what do you think you're going to do and like I, I commentate for a fight show I'm a, I'm a oh, permanent commentator for a fight show in Wales Budo so I'm permanently on there as a commentator I think I've seen that I think um, I've seen that yeah live streamed on Facebook I really enjoy that it's great um, I coach MMA and I'm look I'm cornering on Saturday I'm cornering seven guys I really enjoy More that Saturday, yeah. I teach, teach the kids jujitsu and so I really enjoy that but like th- this podcast is the bit I love at the minute because it's not I mean, this has been very much about me this evening because we've been sat talking and lots of it's been about me. But all the time, I love that it's always about someone else. Yeah. I love that. I love that... Yeah, well, I'm boring. So I mean, I'm I love... No, you. no, you're far <laughs> from boring. I, uh, I love that I get to talk to somebody and it's about somebody else. And there's no... There's no end goal. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not going to be a celebrity podcaster. Nothing fucking exists like that. There's no celebrity podcaster. I Is just not. No, I Joe not. Rogan, baby. Yeah, but Joe Rogan's a celebrity. He's an actor. He's a comedian. He's a UFC commentator, and I he does a podcast. I love Joe Rogan. So you do this because you enjoy doing it. I just love doing it. Yeah, yeah. I love doing it, and I think. Uh, People deserve to hear what you got to say, you know? People deserve to hear what every person on the Everyone's planet has got, got to, say. to say. It's just... It's hard because there's so many people. There's 7.8 billion of us. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them speak funny languages with clicks yeah. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, got, yeah. I ain't got no time to be... Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not... You probably yeah, just said something just said. Probably. You I mean, probably said. Insulted someone somewhere. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I just think... Everyone should should have a voice or a, a, a platform to voice something because yeah. everyone's. I think everyone's got a number one song in them. Everyone's got a bestseller book. This everyone's got I, a great. I always film. say that everyone's got that something yeah. they can do that one song. I feel like maybe not everyone, but they could do something else. Where that everyone's got a hit song in them. Yeah, you know what I mean. They have, and it's they From might everything they've listened musically to musically and stuff. They might not have it, but they. Within some, the realms of their life, yeah, they will have all the experiences, emotions, creativity to be able to put it together. It would need harnessing. I mean, you're you've been quite musically focused for a long time. I'm I consider myself quite creative, so yeah. it might come a little bit easier to me. But everyone has that because I'm not experiencing shit that nobody else has experienced. Yeah. Because everyone's had hardship, everyone's had yeah. loneliness, everyone's had sorrow yeah. and regret and rejoice. So if you've had all those feelings and emotions, you can reflect upon them the same way that I reflect upon them, or in fact, differently, which is even more intriguing. Um, so you can do that. So everybody has that within them. You 100%. just have to find a platform the to put thing, that out. exactly can you pause that I need to go to the toilet I need to go to the toilet as well so this is what we'll do you go to the toilet I'll just talk about some random shit talk then I'll something. go to the toilet and you, you can know what I'm going to do I'm going to be single when I come back
that's good. That's good. We got to we got to talk more about your. Uh, we got to talk more about his um, musical stuff now, anyway, because we've I noticed we've been talking shit, and it's been quite strongly. Warren's obviously uh, inquisitive, and he's asked a few things about me as well, and I'm sure that you know people out there are not tuning in to listen to me go on again because you had uh, you had one from me last week, so you're probably thinking, all right, let's fuck off now. Let's let's hear what Warren's got to say. We've seen the little profile picture you put out. He's cuter than you. He's a bit more Lady Gaga than you, so. <laughs> You want to hear what he's got to say. So when he gets back from pissing, I'm going to go. He can vamp a bit. And then we'll find out more about what he his projects that he's been doing. Um, this is where I feel like we need like a producer. We need someone else sat here so that we've got a third person when when people like Warren go to the toilet. We've got a third person that we can vamp to. That was, right, so, that was a long one. <laughs> so you need to vamp. Um, whilst I pee is this going to be more interesting than pausing <sighs> so gag um, yeah really interesting chatting to Wes um, I feel like we're both really similar guys um, all from being creative to being single um, and your family members telling you <laughs> uh that you need to get a party, you need to do this. But for like, um, what you can take from what we've spoken about so far is be you. And I would promote that to everyone. Um, don't be shackled by other people's expectations or opinions of yourself. Don't want to get all serious now because it's lighthearted. But um, yeah, and it's uh, really interesting me and Wes both like the film A Star Is Born and if you haven't seen it then you definitely definitely need to go watch it especially after this because Bradley Cooper um you know I'm a man Bradley Cooper is sensational oh we're on the film again I'm honestly, sorry I have to honestly, go back no, to it but you don't need to apologize I didn't want to sing I can't people sing. in the uh, people who, who know me are just going to be like where's in that fucking film <laughs> do you but, say in other, the, uh, oh, other well, podcasts I can't on about it I, I did like, a review Bradley on Cooper, it I did, like, he sings the yeah, fact that he sings and sings well in that I know so good and, uh, I'm not going to spoil the film by the way no, but I've got it five pound at Cineworld now four ninety nine at View like it's never been a better time to go to cinema. Why haven't you watched it? Never been a better time. Question. Popcorn. <laughs> yeah. You should be... Mate, I, you know I sneak that stuff in. I don't buy popcorn at Oh, no. I always buy my popcorn. Do but you? But if I were... If I get pick and mix or something, I take stuff in like Haribo and that. But 100%. I love... It costs some fucking... I love cinema popcorn, though. Uh? I fucking love cinema popcorn. Yeah, mate. I like the butter kissed... Um, I say it in like two or three of my fucking rap songs. I rap about, I like, I like butter kissed um, sweet. I love it. Oh it's, yeah. It's so nice. Like if I'm going to get bag popcorn, I'll get sweet and salted. If we go to cinema, yeah, I'll get sweet. Yes, that's weird, mate. I find, if anyone's sitting next to me with uh, sweet and salted popcorn, I just look at them like, so well, we've who, reached, who done that to We've you? reached the point of where <laughs> who done we said about you? not judging, but Warren has drawn the line at people who eat popcorn. I just find, <laughs> I find it very unsettling. I feel like something happened to them that's been quite traumatic in their life. <laughs> so who I'm, eats some? Mate, some go to fucking um, Sweden, Poland, places like, they only do salted popcorn. No yeah. sweet. 
Salt popcorn. Yeah, but they, they've had hard lives. <laughs> they've had hard yeah. lives. Well, I mean, yeah, like Sweden's like light for 90% of the time in the winter. It's like exactly. daylight all the time. No you way. Also, well, Is that actually a thing? I've been there at like one in the morning. It's been like light. Like, in like Sweden? You, yeah, in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I'll be wearing, I, I wear an eye mask to bed anyway. Yeah. Do you? Most night. Yeah, because I don't like the light coming in yeah. early and wait, it just wakes me up and disturbs my sleep, so I wear an eye mask. I, look, I slept in a van for a year, so I'm not. I'm good with sleeping You're anywhere good? now, yeah. What about earplugs or ear No, I don't. Nothing. No. Bro, have you ever, wore, ever worn them? No. Once you start wearing them to sleep, you'll never go back. No. I'm telling you, ear deaths are the way forward to sleep. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's only a good thing because it heightens your... Your hearing abilities because uh, I don't know why, but I just feel like it does. Yeah, and my gonna, hearing's got I'm better. I'm going to get like all scientific. Yeah, on and like <laughs> I just haven't got that knowledge again. What I said earlier, if I'm not educated on something, I won't. Yeah, yeah. But it's heightened your hearing. My hearing. Yeah. yeah. Whether it works for someone else, I just, uh, just whether there's any mind. science to back it up or not, I don't know. your hearing's yeah. better. So I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> imagine like I just imagine my hearing's gonna be so improved when I hear people calling me from beyond the grave yeah. or something like, <laughs> go fucking schizophrenic I'm telling maybe you. that's all these people maybe there's no schizophrenia maybe people just start sleeping with earplugs and started and hearing and the result yeah. fuck we've uncovered something mind blown so uh well we gotta touch down more on your music because uh I feel like I've I've tried to chuck it in here and everywhere. You have, but I'll drag you off back to back to fucking the Star is Born. <laughs> no, but no, no. You mentioned I mean, the music. I'd rather chat about it. Like, like, I love chatting about it because it's part of who I am now. It, I'm not going to say it defines me, but so I like, I love it. Like, there's not a... So what, who would you say or what would you say was your musical inspiration? Ooh. But... <sighs> You could go. What made my, you wanted to be involved in music? Is there a genre, do, or you I heard like something? My mum, I really do uh, blame blame my mother <laughs> um, because she would always play. I mean, she was had a little iPod doc. You know the old iPod docs, and uh, she'd always be playing Motown, disco, soul, funk, and yeah, I feel like that made me. Because, like fall in love with music as a yeah. whole because from hearing it from an early age like all different types of music mostly the ones I just said about like my little brother he, he's in a he's a house producer mm-hmm. I'd say house music producer or uh, he produces music and like he's very musically inclined I've got a, a, a little brother called Connor who also raps yeah um, so I feel like it's, it's something that our, ma, our mother has given us through yeah from listening to from an early age always music on from the moment you woke up for school in the morning, there was um, there was Diana Ross playing. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Aretha Franklin. There was Martha Rees and the Vandellas playing. Um, when you got home from school, same drill. It was always music being played. And I feel like that's got a massive thing to do with it. Um, I, I've thought about it lately, and I think that's it. And then I listened to Tupac. Changes and yeah. You're a Tupac guy. See. I was a biggie guy. So I didn't appreciate Tupac until about a year or two ago. No, I always knew he was good. But every time I heard him, I was like, fuck you. Fuck you with your West Coast You kind of side with one. Yeah, I went East Coast. And so... That's crazy. I was... I'm like, I'm East Coast. No, that is me. I'm East Coast. Fuck you with your West Coast. Isn't that a crazy notion? But that's because you had to be. I was... Obviously, I was Tupac. That was... It was 
perpetuated that that's you your east coast or west coast that was yeah. it it's like your city or rovers your east coast or west coast yeah. and i was of course always east coast yeah. i was always you know i was um nwa for a bit but um, i was uh predominantly i was biggie and then i was two pa- uh, i was eminem like i stayed there and i was Detroit. yeah i was um I, Wu-Tang not Nas. Nas yet not Wu-Tang more Method Man and Red Man the Blackout album yeah 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 so I was that but I was never I could never get to a Tupac because he was like biggest enemy that was like yeah. and I was young back then yeah, so yeah when you're young yeah I bought into it's the whole like the whole vibe the beef. of beef yeah um, so Tupac and Biggie both insane Biggie lyrically yeah Tupac is the I could feel what he was saying in the track like I could feel like his emotions so this came is what, through yeah so uh, the way that I explain it so I think Biggie is Poet probably well. lyrically the best probably lyrically the best rapper as where everything Tupac said meant he something meant, and he meant it exactly so like Biggie would say stuff because it sounded good on a track and it went together. But Tupac would say stuff that meant something. If it didn't sound, if it sounded a bit shit or it didn't sound right, it's a message that was important. Yeah. And I think Nas like mixes both of them Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit. Like, yeah, he's a combination of both because he can tell a story. Yeah, yeah. I like Nas. You can feel, yeah, I love Nas. Appreciate Nas. I under, I didn't, I keep forgetting when people say, Who's my favourite MC? I say Common or Talib Kweli. Yeah. Um, they're the guys that I listen to, but really, it's Nas. Yeah. In, in, like from, yeah, the, just from like he can diss people with on ether. He absolutely nails Jay Z. But then he can. If uh, you have you heard the rewind where he tells the story backwards? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that's like that's insane. Yeah. Tupac and Biggie didn't do anything no, like that. No, no, no. I mean, but everything evolves. But that's the evolution of, yeah. of rap, I, I guess. Nas wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Tupac exactly, or Biggie. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's mental. Crazy. So then that, so that's when, have you decided that rap is where you like, or hip-hop, or you've decided this is the avenue you want to get rhyming, poetry? Po- what? yeah, poetry. Uh, no. Art being just being an artist, so a, voc- a vocal artist. You want to be a vocal yeah, artist. I like writing. I yeah. like writing. So, I've got a spoken word piece on homelessness. I've done for Jasper. What's this called? Uh, Help the homeless, Bristol. Yeah, for Jasper for yeah, the project. Yeah, yeah, so I've done it on behalf of them. In, um, it, did you put this out on Facebook? On YouTube. On and YouTube, Facebook. Yeah, 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 I remember. So yeah, it was good. Um, I can deliver it. I'm, I actually didn't know all the lyrics until I wrote it the day before I recorded the video. So mm. there was bits that I missed, only little bits that, like now, if, if I re-recorded it, I could deliver it so much better. But, like you said, you've just got, you've got to keep going, there's new stuff happening. So I've got one on happiness, um, like a spoken word piece on happiness that I'm going to be, I'm hopefully hoping to film end of this month. And I'm going to put it out there. It's quite like, and yeah, I want to speak on different subjects, but through spoken word. Yeah. Not everything's got to be hip hop. And I write to pop songs. If I, if there's a little break yeah, yeah. in, it's a break in, um, if you heard Birdie, help the people. Yeah, of course, yeah. People yeah. help people. Yeah. Like, I love that song. Great and there's song. a gap at two minutes 43. Yeah. Where you can, you can rap. So best believe I've written a rap that fits in with, 
what, what the whole track and what yeah. the, the, the course is saying. So my, mine's like, and I've done a, I've, I've got a track coming with um, a girl called um, Charlie Bath and it's actually electro music. Like, if you remember churches? Yeah. So it's like music yeah. like that, but it's very synthy. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've, I've, I've written a whole rap song. Like they give me, the, I asked for the instrumental and just the, the hook, wrote a whole track to it. And they loved it and they want me to release it as a separate thing. Like, so it's like, mine's not just hip hop. The boom, yeah. I love hip hop and boom bap mm-hmm. and the culture. But mine's more of an art, like, I want to be an artist. Like, not just be limited to hip hop. Th- yeah, I love that. It's like, uh, yeah, it, conversely, in the same way that, like, MMA, you want you want to be a martial artist, you don't just want to be a boxer. You don't yeah, want to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that you're, you're not... I, so, I'm very eclectic musically, very eclectic. Like, uh, my favourite, favourite song, if I had to probably pick one, would probably be... Go on, yeah. Elvis, Can't Help Fall In Love With You. Where's me? That, that's a tune, that's a tune. Well, yeah, so that's why. Um, my mum was a massive Elvis fan. Okay. Been to Graceland. Uh, she had an American dollar with Elvis Presley's head on it and she kept it for me, so that's yours. So we used to listen to Elvis a lot. So um, it's to do with falling in love. And I like... I like to think that there's going to be a love out there someday that no matter how much I resist, I'm not going to be able to stop myself. It's going to get me. Yeah, okay. And can't help fall in love with you, Elvis. Yeah. It's always been... For That's your go-to remember. song? That, no, no, no. I never listened to it. Oh. So I never listened to it, but I love it. So what's it. your go-to song? I don't know. It's it's hard. Uh, Bro, I can tell you mine off the top. Oh, yeah? Curtis Mayfield, Move On Up. Oh, yeah? The long version, the 12-inch version. I can listen to that. I say, say I've had like um, I've had a bad day, or like I can I never get bored of that song. But you put that song on, it just makes you happy. Yeah, I'm telling you, you've heard the song. Yeah, right? of course, yeah, yeah. What a song! I'm t- just the 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 vibe of the the, the beat, the his vocals are insane. Um, yeah, that's my go-to song. I, I'm just so eclectic. Like so, I love folk, in like Mumford and. But Sons. you got one song. You, you have one go-to song. There's, okay, let's imagine you've only got one song for the rest of your life to listen to. What are you picking? Oh, fuck. I, I know that would drive you mental. However, I don't know if I can pick because I'm so... Like, so, like, for the last two weeks, all I've listened to is Lady Gaga, really. <laughs> I told you I got obsessed. I have an obsession. Oh, bro. Like, like... And I never listened to Gaga before that ever. Never had listened to her. No. And then I'm not. I'm not even talking like uh, the the soundtrack to A Star Is Born, which is great by the way. But I'm talking like Gaga. Gaga's albums, you know. Like so, I've been listening to that, and I love some of her songs. And then like I love Mumford and Sons, and I can pick two or three Kings of Leon. I love some of their songs. Are deep. Oh, you get one song. Fuck. Um, <laughs> um, like everyone's got a go-to movie, no? I, mean, I guess it might be Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson. I like that. But it's a bit too deep to have as a go-to. Like, I feel like you need something that's a bit of a... Okay, like... but if say if you don't listen to all the lyrics, you're just listening to it. It's, it's a good song. Great song. It's a great it's song. It's a great song. Um, I think it's... I mean, you've got to have some good songs if people can forgive you being a paedophile. 
Do you know what I mean? Was he actually a paedophile? I mean, he was questionable enough for it to be. Yeah. Can you think of anyone else who's been that questionable and still have a career? I just, maybe just love kids. Like, I love kids. No, I get it, but you're not paying any of them off because they're accusing you of touching them. Oh, shit. Two, twice. But then the, the parent, are the parents uh, like fueling that whole story? There is that, but then why settle? Like, you you got to think, like, just, I mean, he was fucked. Yeah. Because people say he was really asexual, don't they? Say he was completely asexual. So, I don't know. I just think, like, you got to be fucking be able to signal if you can get away with the <laughs> shit that you got away with. Because Gary Glitter won't get away with it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, Gary Glitter is no MJ. No. Um, so I don't know. One song is hard. Like, I love, like... Um, no, bro. You get, what, you get one I song. I, I think on that. Like, we have to come think back. if you come back to it. Because like, like, everyone's got a go-to like, movie, hearing, so I've got a favourite movie, Go on. but I don't know if it'd be one. I don't know if it'd be the one that I would put. You're on. only allowed to watch it for the rest of your life. The only oh. film you're allowed to watch. It'd have to be like some sort of love film, then. Um, Bro, the love film. I know. I don't know why. Just because it's feel good, isn't it? Um, yeah. Maybe Notting Hill would be my one of no. Or the holiday. Of all yeah. the films out there, probably Notting Hill or the holiday. Maybe Forrest Gump. No, because I just they got love in there. Yeah, they Jenny. have, but it never ends well. It's like, funny. Yeah, it does it, end well, but, uh, like for a short period when they get together. Yeah, but then she's got think... cancer, she drops that bomb on him. Yeah. <laughs> Said it like yeah. she was out of order. <laughs> like, well, she gets it, and they're like, yeah, I got cancer. <laughs> yeah, I felt like this. it's a bit out of order. <laughs> a little bit out of order. I think... Uh, Could have just died of natural causes. Maybe the holiday anyone. may be over Notting Hill. I don't know, one of those two probably... Um, the Bodyguard, maybe. I don't know. Ooh, you've got <laughs> films like Django. No. The Inglourious So this Blasters. is the thing. I'm not saying that this film is as good as them. No, it's but you're not. only allowed to watch... Because you've got Goodfellas. What a film. Okay. Amazing film. Yeah, right? I, I know what you're you've saying. You've got but... Shawshank Redemption. You've got... Shawshank. Like, these films are great films. Film. But the one film where I sit down and I'm on my own and I'm 50 years old and I can still get that warm feeling, Django ain't giving me that. Django's Forrest not giving me... Forrest mine. The, the Forrest yeah, Gump's my yeah. go-to. Yeah, yeah I, I can't hold that against you, definitely. Or oh, Greenwell. Greenwell, what a film. John Coffey. Yeah. Why can't everybody be like John Coffey? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Stephen King. If you want to be anyone it. in life, be John Coffey. Yeah. Stephen King. You know, he wrote that. It's a Stephen King. No way. Yeah, Greenwell's a Stephen King, yeah. I thought he wrote horrors. Yeah, well, it is a horror, really, isn't it? It is and it's not. It kind of is. The book's meant really? to be like more... But even like uh, scary shit, no? Yeah, yeah, I hope he does, because I've used that in a lyric. No, he does, yeah. He is predominantly a horror writer. Why is that lyric? Yeah. i tell you a great book to read, because you like writing. Obviously, I like writing. I write a lot of stand-up. Yeah. So I like to write. I do feel like one day I'll probably write a book, but I don't awesome. I don't know what the subject will be yet, but I've almost written a couple of books on okay. varying subjects. So I do feel like I'll write, because I love to write. There's a great book by Stephen King called On Writing, and it's about how to write. No way. Oh, awesome. incredible book. Get it on audiobook. If you can't listen, <sighs> uh, mate, if you can't fucking read audiobook, go out cycling, put it on. Go oh, out jogging, yeah, yeah, put I'm... it on. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, but when I'm driving, that's when I come up with rhymes. Audiobook. That's, that's, my, man, time. that's my time to come up with. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just want to make content. Yeah. 
But he, it will help him make content. It's not, well, it's not fiction. It. It's him it's telling you how to write. Rather than just yeah. trying Be- to And I think what you have to remember as well is... This is this is something that I think gets massively lost. People who want to be actors or people who want to be writers, they think I'm going to be a writer. They're just going to go and do it. They don't realize it's an art. You got to study. Yeah, you got to learn your craft. So listening or reading be, that yeah. book can help. Could help I, you. you know? it, it will help me. Yeah, 100%. on writing Stephen King. Honestly, do you write on paper? By the way, uh, depends. A lot oh. of time in my phone, but yeah. I like to write on paper. Um, I do because I like to think at some point I'm gonna. I mean, I lost my phone recently, lost all my stand-up. Every bit of it gone. So then, I like to think, when it's on paper, one day I'll pull something out of a box and I'll think, look at that. That's how I thought back then. Um, yeah, two seconds. I've got to put this on pause because my daughter's calling me. So, okay, so, you've managed to get us a glass of water and I managed to speak to my daughter, so that's good. Um, yeah, so that anyway, rhymed, we... By the way. <laughs> yeah? That rhymed. So we... Um, we got massively sidetracked again. Went to films, and we might be talking about your, uh, <laughs> be talking about your music inspirations, and yeah, we we went to films. <laughs> it just happens, right? Mm. Um, so where were we? Um, so okay, so what what uh, have you? Are you musically inclined, or just with the? So do you? Would you like to? Use instruments. Can you play instruments? Would you like to use instruments? Do you hear your music, or do you just hear the words and then have to fit it with a beat? Can you like? Ah, yeah. You I, can I, hear you the, the music beat, as well. Yeah, you get you get because I'll only I generally only write to a beat or yeah. I say my friend B Lash, who's who's my producer, that he sends me the beat then, or he comes around here and we jam, and I I'm like I pick which beats. I uh, like he makes some amazing beats, and then I write to that because I've always that, and then I, I think of a concept that fits the the instrumental instrumental, and then um, I feel well a concept and just run with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then but then so I don't want to just be so I've got a track with a gospel choir that um, I've sent it to them. They want to work with me. So we're gonna be doing that next year, which I think is amazing. Like, and like, I don't want that when I perform. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna set up an event next year, mm-hmm. my own, my own night, and rather than try and get on all these hip hop nights and begging people to go on shows, I'll create my own thing. Yeah, yeah. And then people come to my thing and want to be on what on what I'm doing, um, because I don't like I love hip hop, but I don't want like, I appreciate. I want to get a live pianist there, a gospel choir, female vocalists, all doing their own yeah, art, yeah. opposed to just a hip hop night. I, I said I love hip hop, but music as a whole, I love. Yeah. That, that, have, that, have you done any open mics? One, two, two. Yeah. Only How did two. you like it? Only like two. It? Yeah, it's alright, but it was like so. The first one, very nervous. Yeah. Obviously, the second one. And I, th- that went well. Like uh, Jason Gardner, Blur, yeah. and Vince came and supported me. It's nice to have your friends there. Yeah, just yeah. To, you know, a couple heads there just to um, support you. Then I done. I went to an open mic night, and rather than on, I think it's AFT. They're called AFT Raps. They had a hip hop night. I speak to one of the guy. I speak to a few of the guys on the ro- their roster. Uh, one's blacksmith, and I spoke to him. Um, 
and I said like, yeah, I wanted to go to the open mic, mic night, but I want to do my own tracks. Like, you don't do that an open mic. But he he said that's cool because I'm cool with him, and I've got, I I go to support support him, bloody blah, and yeah. So I've gone to this open mic night. There's loads of guys on the stage. And that's what you do on my point. You just pass it along, and everyone yeah. just rap, raps of sixteen, bloody blah, blah. I've gone with my USB, gone to the DJ, and said, "Oh, like, put this, like, can you put this in for me?" And uh, I played four tracks, and then the guys on stage with me, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do four tracks, lads." And like, it's not the dumb thing, but yeah. I wanted to perform my music. Yeah, yeah. And um, a post just fun. Like I said, because yeah. like, I've spoken to the guy who kind of runs the night I believe like he was okay with it and well I just told the DJ well yeah Blacksmith said um, I can do it and the guys they, they got off they got off stage once they know I go oh, this, this is my track like yeah I'm going to spit yeah and, but because I had like 10 people that had come to see me and I, I wasn't nervous at all um, because I feel like I had people to come watch me do what this, what I've written the tracks that I've I'm also worried it can happen like you get it wrong or you forget your this, words this or you is start- my new my new attitude like f- you you learn from your failures you grow as an individual from failing like Conor McGregor I think it, because he's banged on about it it's like drummed into me and Gary V as well yeah do you listen to Gary mm-hmm. V you got him yeah. he's all about failing like you should fail and I, I like it I like that whole thing so yeah like and I really enjoyed it because it was my track supposed to just rapping on someone else's beat because I've put so much time and effort into into the, these tracks, it made it easier performing it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And like, yeah, so with with this event I'm going to, like I say it's an event, this night I'm going to put on, um, I want people to come to listen to to what we're saying. Like, so whoever I get on, it's got kind of some sort of message, the post is just, because they, okay, it's an open mic night, a lot of people they're just drinking, not really listening to the lyrics, which with a lot of rappers, they, you don't need to listen to the lyrics, but with, I try and say something, and I'm not coming like, oh, on my, on my high horse, like, I'm saying something, I try and, I've got tr- like, a couple of tracks where I touch on, slave, well, a track coming, I touch on slave labour, racism, mm-hmm. and, uh, speciesism, and I got one about the war, uh, 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 like you know dropping bombs in Syria yeah. I've, I've done stuff on that and so you need to listen to the lyrics so yeah mine's more when I do this night is to come and listen to what's being yeah, said yeah. obviously everyone's got to enjoy themselves and they're, they're entitled to but like I want to play my music so everyone hears what I'm saying I'm and close. again if you don't like it it just wasn't for you like, yeah, it, this is for, yeah. this is a night for the people who want that. Yeah. Like, so if I because everyone listen, want to listen, no, no. But then for the people who do, come to this. Like come that's to this, because yeah. so I've been to a couple of open mic nights. Um, music, uh, hip hop, music, open um, okay. hip hop open mic nights. Yeah, yeah. You didn't and, spit, uh, did you? No, I, when I was young, I used to MC. Garage really? MC. Yeah, loads. Yeah, oh, and uh, a lot every weekend and stuff. Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, so I. Uh, I used to go to a lot of open mic nights and I enjoy them. I really do. I like it because again, I like creative, talented people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so I, 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 so I used to go a lot and, um, I like it and I want the message. I want I want you to perform something and for me to be like, for me to stop and be like, 
what you know like yeah. you know, well, what was uh, so what? it grabs your attention yeah exactly so which I think is why I appreciate a lot of folk sort of music and stuff something that's really stripped back and acoustic okay, I appreciate yeah, you can hear like, it more. going back to gag again and things I like like when I watch it <laughs> like see her veins popping her neck and stuff like that yeah. like I, I love that because she's just trying to trying so hard to get that out so I like that I like I want to see the message like, I love Loki I think Loki's wicked because his stuff's it, there's a lot of message he's very political which can get a bit training but yeah. there's messages the everything's got a point it's purpose to that's, what he's saying that's you know? the kind of angle I'm coming that yeah. I want to come from and I, I like I aim to come from like if you can so I'm trying to think of a track that change or like a talent quality track I'm trying to think Oh, Jonathan was track really done it for me, but like if you can raise awareness to a subject yeah. using music and entertain at the same time, yeah, yeah, in the same way that it's Lennon funny. did, would imagine. Oh yeah. So that track comes out sort of no. I mean, it's a very poignant time, Vietnam and stuff like that. Yeah. But he comes up with a song like Imagine, which even now you can play it, yeah. and whilst it's playing, people will hear the words. Oh, yes. I guess that's the thing that you want from all of your music. Yeah. And I get it. Sometimes you like I've I've got I've got like every one of my tracks kind of serious, but like every for every five tracks it's serious, I'll do one that's not so much so yeah. serious. Yeah. So I feel like you, with in life you need balance. And so because just, life's not all shit. It's not. No, there is, it isn't. we can find stuff to complain about every five minutes, but at the same time, can. life's oh, fucking brilliant. I went to yeah. America for nine days and stayed a year. It's fucking yeah. brilliant, you know. It so is. It as really much is. as you can find to, to, and there are massive issues that need addressing. But at the same time, hey, listen, we get a chance to to go to an open mic night and say what the fuck we yeah. want. We get to record stuff on a two bit microphone and put it out, and people will listen. It's yeah. not all that bad. It isn't all that bad. We get to eat cheesecake. I love cheesecake. I love cheesecake. <laughs> yeah. Cheesecake factory in America. America. Oh, I never went. I never went. Oh, me oh my. Bro, there's a guy. A guy. There's a place down the road. Yeah. Obviously, it's not open now. But I'll get you a slice. It's salted caramel brownie cheesecake. Oh. It's the best. Vintage birdcage cakery is called. It's insane. Go there once a week if it. you can. But yeah, honestly. So how did I go to cheesecake? Now... I'm lost. <laughs> so cheese. Uh, uh, you about your night. You want to put on so that people had somewhere where they could express. You know, they can. People can come to your night. Yeah, and it's a bit more about listening to the words, and there's a bit more. Yeah, and like I said, that it's nice to have the balance. It's, uh, but with with my night, I want people to appreciate it. Like open my nights, I feel like. Every, a lot of, okay, so the last one I went to, there's a lot of people in the crowd. They weren't in like the. The, the the MCs were trying to engage with the crowd no, and I, I, I looked around and they're just chatting and everyone's allowed to have a good time I get that so what I want to just come away from that a little bit because I know what that hip, hip hop night so sometimes about rather than listening to the lyrics yeah. I want it to be like a performance night like I'm not always gonna like I'm not I'm gonna rap with a live pianist yeah because you're gonna hear what I'm saying then yeah. rather and like it's gonna be a seated event Opposed to standing up and bobbing your head. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah, I want to do be things. Performance, in, I like it. Like yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to come from a different angle because, I, I, yeah, if, for me it's like a a performance, opposed, and I like watching that. Opposed, I, I love a hip hop night, but I'm gonna come away from just being hip hop. Poetry is like so I'll, I'll do a couple of spoken word pieces. But like I said the the choir I'm, I'm gonna get in. They're called. Um, Sonder Choir, they're from Bristol, they're, they're mm-hmm. quality, so good. 
we're lucky being from Bristol. We it's are such a musically like uh, there's Enclosed so much city. yeah like the heritage yeah. like there's so much like the home of drum and bass creatively music. It's Bristol and music, and yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, Bristol and music are like synonymous, you know. Well, performing arts, arts really. Yeah. Like you think like um, Matt Lucas, David Walliams both studied here. Ricky Gervais studied here. Uh, Stephen Merchant like went to uni here. Uh, Lee Evans, Daniel Day Lewis was from. You're joking. No, Daniel Day Lewis is from the Bristol Vic. No way, I, I haven't. Swear, that. Yeah, Probably swear the God. best actor. Yeah, he's from Bristol Vic. I'm going to go off point again. Yeah. Gangs of New York. Never seen it. Bro, Everyone if says there's one thing watch you do, in, in the next week you get a spare, uh, I think it's like three hours long. Two yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight. Honestly, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. Because Last of the Mohicans, incredible film. Okay, so I'm going to watch that because I haven't watched that. What? <laughs> I seen that he was We're in it the other day. Other. We're as bad as each other. Yeah. Honestly. Okay, so I need yeah, to watch great, that. Great film. I'll make a note. But, but, um, Gangs of New York. Daniel Day-Lewis is insanely good. Yeah. I'm talking... He's, he's a method actor. Yeah. Uh, and he go. I think he went to the point of breaking his own ribs in My Left Foot to play a disabled oh, guy. Oh, yeah, it's a good yeah. film. Strong film, that is. Oh, bro, I haven't seen it. Oh. I know all about it. it I mean, it's, there's no fucking upper to it, mate. There's is there no, not? No. But he, no. I've seen a scene and I'm yeah. like, bro... This Not guy's writing on the level, yeah. next level actor. He's insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bristol Vic. So like, Bristol steeped in like. Mate, uh, there's so many good artists in Bristol. I'm talking yeah. e- like okay, say just in my field, hip hop. Yeah. There's so many talented guys. Yeah. There's so many talented. Like I want to say their names, but I got a track. Um, is this guy called Relly? Yeah. I like. Uh, have you heard of him or not? No. But he's just dropped an album with this um, DJ Rogue and the album. But I generally don't like it. Like the Linkin Park, that mm-hmm. album, um, Hybrid Theory, yeah. uh, Common B. There's very few, those albums from start to finish are insanely good. There's a guy from Bristol called Relly. Well, I've got a tr- couple of tracks coming um, with. And he, uh, honestly, every track is good. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's quality. Um, but yeah me and him have got a track coming next year I think I'm going to call it Game of Thrones yeah do, do you, you don't watch don't Game watch it. No, oh, never watched man, it I wish you did so you yeah, get it never watched it so we got a track coming called Game of Thrones and like yeah I'm going to release it a week before that airs yeah and I'm looking forward to that one because it's he I, I listened to his verse the other day and I was just like bro that's amazing <laughs> he's really really talented um and yes, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. The beat is insane. Um, again, B Lash produced it, and we're shooting the video Game of Thrones style. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm so excited for next yeah. year what we've got coming. But Look, yeah, so many talented producer-wise as well. We have got like loads of great producers. Every like for everything like drumming, but Danny Bristol Bird. Bristol is a cool like, city. Yeah, it's a cool. Bristol street. is a cool yeah, city. It's so like diverse and eclectic. The slavery connection was massive. Yeah, so man. that made it more diverse. Bristol. I think is a, I really like, it's like really sort of quite liberal and quite like laid back city. I really, I think that's why I really assimilate with, um, Austin in Texas. Austin's very like diverse and eclectic. Is it like, San Diego's yeah. diverse and eclectic. So I think that's why I, um, I think probably why is where I'm from is very similar to these places. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. But was... you need to go to Austin in Texas 
because it's like it's the home of like live music. I mean, really? it's just as long as you just are like fuck the bullshit. I don't mind if I walk in and I listen to a country singer, and then the next bar will be hip hop, and the next bar will be rock, and the next bar it's like that. Like, every bar is different, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I love country. Me and my brother, my brother and I, like we both like country. Yeah, we'll have it. country music Fridays and stuff. Just put country music on all day at work. <laughs> then our lads are like, what the fuck? We're just playing country music. Yeah, all, yeah, constantly love country music. Um, but I think, again, because it's emotive and it's quite like... Uh, yeah. I mean, I can't be fucking hearing about some bloke who's lost his wife and his dog and his truck keys fell down. <laughs> but that I'm not. But country music, I generally like country music. Um, so yeah, Austin, I think you'd really like it. Especially if you go when South by Southwest festival's on. It's like a massive music festival. I've heard of it, yeah. Wicked. Amazing. Like, all the streets have got like little stages and like... Bit- Amazing. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll need Hit to Austin go. up, definitely. It's, yeah, I'll, um, I said I'll wait till I got when I go over and shoot that video. I'll probably make the same, do it the same journey. Yeah, do like a month if you can. Like it's if financially, I can. financially, you know, yeah, yeah. Because music, <laughs> music makes you broke. Yeah, passion <laughs> makes you broke. Yeah, man. Follow something you love. There will never I'm be fucking money at the end of the I've ever been right yeah, now. Yeah, legit. I'm yeah. the but I'm happy to go broke. Doing this, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it like I'd rather be broke and with a vision and a dream and passion than be rich with none of the what I've just said mentioned. I would rather that. I'd rather be broke. I agree with you. Yeah, and it's like so. I've never been rich. I've been well off. I've had yeah, decent yeah. money. Do you know what I mean? I've had like tens of thousands in the bank, and I and that's a worry. Like, and then next minute I spend it all, and like you know, and then I've been broke. Like overdrafted, so okay. I've never been a millionaire. I don't know what that feels like, but I know what it feels like to not have to check my bank account. Yeah, when I go to yeah, the that's bank. a nice feeling. And it's a nice feeling. A nice but at the feeling. same time, I was no happier then than I am when no, I'm doing something I love. It's madness. What I just generally find is I have more more opportunity for distraction when I have a bit more money. Because you can do more things. Yeah, and it's just nice to not have to worry. There's yeah. no worry. I'm not worried about if I'm paying a bill and I'm not there now. My business is doing all right. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I get a regular income. I've been a professional <laughs> fighter for 16 years, training six hours a day, earning £25 an hour of personal training. Yeah. I've struggled, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but I laughed every day. Yeah. Every day I laughed. It's a state I of mind. It's a state exactly. of mind, isn't it? So I when you see that, these... Yeah. These kids in third world countries and their the, the smiles and their faces, they're still happy in their circumstances. Like, you need to check yourself and through it, being grateful, just gratitude. Like, I'm, I'm okay, I'm not broke, but I'm broke. It's the brokest yeah. I've ever been. I haven't, I, okay, so I had to work today in order to pay a bill. I, I got a yeah, credit yeah. card bill at the moment, but I don't care. The dream's there. The vision's there. Yeah, yeah. Granted, exactly. you need money in order to do certain things, but I'm happy to go broke doing it. Yeah. Like, I think the worst thing that could happen to me would I become a multimillionaire and not have something to drive for, to push forward, yeah. like to chase. But not- if because your drive's not money, you will have something yeah, maybe. to turn to. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll always find... Uh, like, if I was a millionaire, I would always... When I'm a millionaire, by the way, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think I'd be like, I'll be a philanthropist. I think when I get to that 100%. point, I mean, like, I'm not even like, I love that word, I'm not yeah. gonna say it because I really, <laughs> really struggle to say it. Like, I, and I see one of my rhymes, and I'm, I got on a net, I can't keep nailing it. <laughs> <Doing that. laughs> 
know I'm gonna do it. There's something I think. There's something about being philanthropic oh, that makes you it. like. Do you know what I mean? I just see other people. I'm not in a position where I can be philanthropic, but you see people like Bill Gates, and you see like what he does, and you're like, he gets it, motherfucker gets it. But yeah, well, it's easy for him. He's a billionaire. Yeah, but now he realizes. Yeah, he realizes. Like, hang on, I've got. There's no point accumulating more of this shit. Let's do something with it. So yeah, I I like. uh, I do like him. I, I I like to think that that's how I would be. I'd find ways of making it and. I get slated all the time and get accused of being a hippie and a hipster, and I'm like, I'm like listen, I don't see, I get, I see no negative in being called a hippie. Like I do believe, I 100% believe the world could run on love. I believe that if everybody would love each other, I believe the world. Oh, could mate, run on love. like I don't want to come all like across soppy here and stuff, but I believe once we all get to the, uh, which is never going to happen because like uh, the way society is. We're seeing hate, we're seeing jealousy, we're seeing this, that. It's just everywhere. You can't, like, it's hard for people to just feel love. Like, this this sounds, ah, maybe unrealistic or maybe soppy or whatever, but if, imagine, like, like I want to get to the point where anything I do or everything, everything, anything I think is through love. Like, does that sound crazy? It sounds perfect. Yeah, it sounds exactly right. I feel right. like once we all become there, yeah. I, I feel I, like, okay, so i got a crazy notion. Like, once you get to that state of enlightenment as well, that's when, once you leave the physical realm, this, I don't want to get too deep, no. that's when you can ascend to the next dimension. Yeah, so... Otherwise, you come back here. Yeah, and that's, I'm, that, that's what I think. Like, when we get to, like, talking <laughs> about... Uh, like, so I believe, so we're an energy. That's not, that's, that's undeniable. That's we're, we're an energy. Science. That's science. Yeah. So I think, I, I think of it like this. So you, have you ever been driving along and the radio goes like, goes out of tune? Goes, yeah. Not, not anymore. We've got DAB. And shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like goes out of tune. And then next minute you can hear two radio stations coming through the same thing. You ever had that? Yeah. 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 So what I believe is this. We're tuned to this frequency, which is why we occur as we do here. The matter, the particles, us, our our um, soul or our energy, energy is tuned to this frequency. Okay. Now, I believe that when we pass, the energy changes. The frequency might just change and maybe we go somewhere else. Maybe the frequencies just change slightly and then we've just gone to a different frequency. So we're still existing, not as us. Yeah, we're still yeah. existing just on a different frequency. Yeah. Now, every now and again, you get people who think they've seen ghosts and they see weird shit. Maybe that's just that little glitch in the radio and you get both frequencies at the same time. Maybe. So I think to myself, like, we... I, I'm a big believer in that we are... Mate, we could chat about this <laughs> on a hot... Like, we, yeah. we, we could definitely do... Like an eight-hour podcast. Yeah, we next time we'll have to do mushrooms. <laughs> yes. And then do a Hundred percent. I got some, so next time have we'll do... Have you actually? Yeah, of course, yeah. So oh, mate, I've been trying to, to locate some. Oh, ne- don't worry, mate. Okay, you, we're sorted. I'll, I'll give you a thing. I you feel- can pick which brand and I'll make sure we got them ready. Okay, so cool. Awesome. Yeah, not a problem. But, so I feel like we could, me and you could go down the rabbit hole Yeah. on a different podcast. Yes. And I think not enough people... Do do that, you know, like just yeah, yeah, just do it, just like 
I, I don't know. I don't, like it comes back to like that that deep meaning, and maybe <sighs> people like people might miss. Oh, listen to this prick thinks he's figured out. I figured out nothing. I, I like, know sometimes nothing. I think, sometimes I think I figured something out. I'm like it makes sense, and yeah. then it's like, and then it just doesn't. All I figured out, I figured out enough. To allow me to live tomorrow happy. Yeah. And then tomorrow, I might get a problem, and I'll have to figure that out enough to live Friday happy. Yeah, yeah. And that's all I do. Yeah. And I talk about Little that. Steps. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm a fucking... I'm an idiot. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying I've figured out enough right now to be happy where I am right now. Bro, we need to do a podcast chat about simulation theory. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely... Hologram. Oh, mate. We need to... Okay. Obviously, because we are we, we going to do that in this one or no? It was too long. We're, yeah, we're two we, hours in now. Are we two hours so, in? Yeah, yeah, and um, another time, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Because yeah. I'll, I'll be game for um, bumping heads with you about that. Yeah, interesting. Definitely. Like, yeah, there's so look, many for someone who doesn't read. For you to have this depth I've of knowledge about things like that. Yeah, yeah, you watch I've documentaries on YouTube, YouTube and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, but um, YouTube documentaries. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, like I was okay. I don't know if I should touch on this, um, but yeah, no, I'll, ch- I'll touch on it next time. Okay. Um, but yeah, well, that's you've. I like what you've done there. <laughs> you got a cliffhanger just to get people. Let coming me just back. say, Alan Watts. That's oh, all I love. I love Alan Watts. And we're like, yeah, yeah I'm a big Alan Watts guy. Nice with yeah, yeah. what where we chat again next. Yeah, I'm time. a big Alan Watts guy. Like, I, and even oh, to the I point, love um, him, who's oh, Anthony TED Talks guy, motivational Ooh. speaker, Anthony. Tony, Tony, oh. Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins. So Anthony Robbins, Tony yeah. Robbins, like he is someone who is quite easily ridiculed because. He's just motivational. Like he's just talking motivational people stuff. Ridiculing, like, yeah, it gets ridiculed because people are like, oh yeah, fucking, it was easy. Just think positive. Just do this. And yeah, like, I it, don't that's it. That's get it. Do, no, I don't get what you're slating. Why not be positive? <laughs> exactly. Like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? I don't understand. Just be positive. Like, where does you can. your motivation come for? For being negative about that, I don't get how you can look at someone nah. who wants someone who says that's my go to thing on the morning. If I wake up and Sam must have had a really vivid dream and I'm affected by it emotionally, and I'm just I wake up and I just feel a bit like oh, I'm sighing at everything. I get a coffee, I, I switch on my little let's go champ thing and look over there. Where's I got a let's go champ? Yes. Like I flick the light on, yeah. the bulb's just gone out, so I flick that on. Then I put on a motivational video. Yeah. And I'm back. I'm back in the building yeah. straight away. That's my like blueprint. Yeah. If I'm ever feeling It's so it's so easy to to be negative and then spiral down. Hundred you sorry put on Johnny for Cash her. And let me tell you something. <laughs> People are too fucking busy to be worrying about bringing your ass back up yeah, all the time. Yeah, you're so. next minute, you're descending in a, like yeah. you're fucked then. Like just be positive. Look, yeah. and that's listen. That's not. I, I understand Airy, some fairy, people have got depression, of, and some people are yeah, clinically yeah, clinically yeah. not well. And this does not apply to you. I'm not saying yeah. suck it up, big boy, get on with it. If you have I clinical hate that. depression, I hate, that I hate it. Say that. So naive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I hate it. And um, so that's not because that's the thing. That, that yeah. that's, a, that's a legitimate thing. Yeah, a chemical imbalance exactly. in the brain. So when like when we're definitely not saying that, but I've got a code. Like, not a code of blueprint. And so this is for anyone out there. Just put on a motivational video. 
put on some music that makes you feel happy. Like in the past, I was going for a bit of a spell. I wasn't that happy, I'll be honest. Watching too many conspiracy theories. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really was. I got, I got lost in it a little bit. I, I, I write about it. Um, and I would listen to Johnny Cash Hurt on repeat. I'm telling you not. For, and I just, for, for two, three weeks, I'd just have it. That was my, I'd put it on and that was only amplifying or amplifying what I was feeling yeah indulging indulging and like in the sadness yeah in in, in the uh, again in like but when you got a blueprint watch a motivational video go for a run do something do something that's positive to get you out of that thing I, I think even if you do have clinical depression of some sort do this anyway if you 100% can. 100% because do it what anyway. is it going to do? It's not medication. My it's not suppressing it. anything. Do it. Because the worst that can fucking happen is you'll feel worse. Yeah. You feel fucking With terrible the, anyway. If yeah. that's the case, do it I don't anyway. Think I'm not saying it's going to cure it. No, that's the worst that can happen. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying it's the cure. What I'm saying to you is if you didn't do it yesterday and yesterday was a bad day, yeah. do it today. And that goes for, even if you're not, if you're split with your missus, if you didn't get a promotion at work, if you're considering another job, if you've had an argument with your 17-year-old yeah. daughter, no matter what it is... Tax man's just come for you. Do, <laughs> do them just pack your bags and run. No, just go for a run. Yeah. Like, smile. Look in the mirror. Smile. Just smile at yourself. Yeah. Go for a it's run. Hard, breathe it's hard the to air. do, but do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah. Just, just do it because if you yesterday was bad, yourself. And if you, you drag yourself, exactly. to if it. you didn't do it yesterday and it was bad, do it today and it might be better. Yeah, just, just fucking do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I, get, I do it sometimes. I get things get me down, or I'll be getting stressed out with work, and then all of a sudden I think to myself, it's just fucking work. Yeah, the sky's beautiful. Yeah, the grass Take, is wet. Like, and it's it lush. Yeah, and it, but then also, if you see someone and you might think they help them out. Talk to them. So yeah. I mean, uh, we coexist so with one t- another. So easy to turn your back or to live in the bubble, and it doesn't affect me. Or oh, I know someone so's hurt. Or I hate you know, that like, the way I think. I was in Las Vegas, and uh, Vegas has got lots of homeless people. Yeah, as, yeah. because obviously it's got um, it's just they've got a great opportunity to make money. So lots of homeless people are there. So I get chained. So some guy goes to me. Uh, uh, we were there for a stag. He's like, "Where'd you give homeless people? Uh, homeless people are like." five different people are money I'm like yeah I know like he's like why I was like because I got change so they all they want is change yeah. I'm going to put it on the cat like I disregard I'm giving them change like I've got change I'm giving it to them yeah. like, they'll only spend it on drugs I'm like so I'm like oh I'm not paying to give their drugs I was like what I'm, like, I'm not giving them money to get their drugs I'm like, hang on a minute when you get paid on a Friday does your boss tell you what you can spend your money on well I've worked for that money I was like okay okay I'm going to take your house away from you. Tell me sitting there asking another grown man for money isn't oh, work. Yeah. Tell me it ain't work. Tell me it's not the most demoralizing thing you've ever done. Looking another grown man in the eyes and saying, please help me. Yeah. Tell me okay, that's so not that's a complex subject as well. Because like, there are the some that cheat it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then the majority don't. Let's but like, with our, you can go everywhere. With we, that. That's like rich, some rich people cheat the tax system. Sorry, some, so, I don't give them money, see. I, I try and help them. I sit and chat with them. Yeah. I'd ask them if they want a coffee, if yeah. they want some food. Because it was Blur who said to me, like, if you give 
if you give a homeless person money and it, it stuck with me because then, then you're perpetuating them like the next day thinking they can get they're like, no, right, okay, like so, okay I can get money okay so right this is the thing so I'd rather help them right this is it this is it now right okay so if you take your mate yeah out on a Friday night and he drinks every night are you helping perpetuate his alcoholism? If you've got a mate who's obese and you go to McDonald's with him, are you are you helping his obesity? Oh, now this person, yes, you give them money and they go and spend it on drugs. Okay, right. You don't have the power to cure their disease, which yeah. I believe addiction is a disease. You don't have the power to cure their disease. You don't. You physically don't. If you have the power to offer that person some solace, whether that's in a 10 bag of heroin yeah. or whether that's in a burger because you've money decided to spend it on yeah, the burger. Yeah. If you have this money and you can give that to somebody and you give them, until you give people, when you give them that money, you don't just give them drugs. You give them a freedom of choice. That's what I say. Without that? that money, they don't have the freedom. They are, all they've got to do is sit there and beg for something. So I think when you do that, when you give them that money, if they decide to go and spend it on drugs, I guarantee you they still got the guilt and the shame next time they sit there. So you can't make someone quit drugs. They have to stop. They have to quit. Yeah, but you if you give them the money, no, you, because I, someone else is. It's honestly, I'm so split with it. Like yeah. I said I'll, I'll sit and chat with them. I got. I don't want to come across like I'm a saint or anything, but I, I chatted to this guy and his story was horrendous. Yeah. Uh, and I, he met. It was it was true. I could see it yeah. in his eyes. And I got him a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, him, and I just got him some clothes and I got him some food. And I felt like that was more. And I said, "Look, is there anyone you can phone?" He goes, "There are." And I said, "Look, phone him. Here's a yeah. phone." I went and yeah. got my little, uh, you know, fifteen pound with the top up thing with Nokia jobby, yeah. and I, I went back and I knew he, he wasn't there. Maybe maybe a move on. Maybe it helped. Yeah. I just, like, that, that Jasper from Help the Homeless, he's helping them. Yeah, yeah, like and he, some people you can help, I get that, but some people, you can sit and talk to them, you can offer them food, yeah. you can offer them um, your number, you're not going to cure their drug addiction. Now, oh, you can take away someone's pain, whether that's in, and listen, I'm not giving them a tenner to go and buy a ten bag, I'm giving them 30p out of my pocket because yeah, I've got 30p, yeah, you yeah. might as well have it. If you've got to sit there for another seven hours to get the other £9.70, you've got to sit there. I'm not coming back and giving it to you to go yeah, and get drugs yeah, with, yeah. but I have no doubt in my mind that, that sitting there asking other people for money for you to take drugs is a job. It is a fucking job. You've worked for your for your ten bag of, of yeah, heroin if that's what you're going to buy, you know? Yeah, I like, the way, I like the way you think about it and said that. So I just think that, you know, I, I just think... Oh, if you said to me, I really don't want drugs. I just want someone to talk to. I'll spend my day sat talking. Yeah, to you. yeah. I'll do that. I'm not. I'm not saying do, because it's so easy to give someone money and skip down the road like you've done something. Shut money at things. Yeah, yeah there's no money. Hey, look at me. I'm a good Samaritan. I yeah. can pat myself on the back. Yeah, but you, I, you video, have to video also himself giving it to him as well. Yeah, and hopefully, <laughs> what, <laughs> those what, people, hopefully, those what, people. What comes across when I explain that to you and the way that I think about it, hopefully what you've taken from that most importantly is you think, fuck, Wes must have spent some hours actually thinking about this and considering it. That's more important than the actual giving the money. I can give a fuck about the giving the money. What's more important is that I've sat in a hotel room on my own and thought about it. Or driven across America and thought about it. So that's, I think that's most important. I like that. Maybe we go on some tangents, off on some tangents. Yeah, yeah. It's a good job we didn't have like a subject that we were looking to cover. 
Madness. Madness. <laughs> but which is the great thing about this format of what yeah, we do. Yeah. Like, if you went on a radio interview to promote your career, you yeah. would get a little snippet of time to promote your career. Yeah, yeah. Now, people who listen to this are going to get to know you a little bit. Yeah, 100%. So I think, okay, so, fuck yeah, I'm really interested about his music now. They're going to listen to it. Because people I've buy into people. Exactly. Well, I know I do. Um, and it's, yeah, so they could make great music, but if they're, if they're I don't want to say drop the C-bomb, you can say it for me. You think what, like, <laughs> like you, do you really want to listen to him? I, like, if, okay, so, it, they they can make the best music, but if I don't like if, Kanye if I West, don't like what they stand, example, Kanye West makes some great music. Okay, so I'll still listen to him, but <laughs> makes some great music. He's the exception. Every time he releases a new song or how good it is, I think, oh, he's such a fucking dickhead though. And, and there's not one yeah. time I can listen to his music. I don't like, think he's so a dickhead. His best song is Lights, right? That's Kanye's best song. Flashing, which, flashing lights is called. Flashing, flash lights, light, flash lights, lights is it called? Lights, That's lights, flash. Lights. 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 That's the one, isn't it? Not Fleshlight. Not Flashing Lights. Flashlights. Flashing Lights. Flashlights. So that's his best song, I think, right? Yeah, I love that song. For catchy tunes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, not talking lyrically, I'm thinking of something you can listen to. I like Flashing Lights, right? But every time I hear his songs, every time I sit and I think, what a fucking idiot. Do you see? Like with him, I don't. With anyone else, I probably no. Okay, no. His his first three albums, uh, American class. Like he, he's, he's someone that is an influence to me. He's a genius when it comes to music. Oh, is he ever? A is genius he ever. when it comes to music. I'm not sure if you heard the new one. Alex Avasic fuck. I like a quick yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's catchy, but like it's not what I stand for at all. And also, but it's catchy. But is music so judgmental? Yeah, and like, yeah. I'm just... It's for his first three albums. So, okay, this is the thing. This is the thing with Kanye. You can <sighs> listen to his music, but you can't respect him. Yeah. I can't respect him as a person. Yeah. I can't, like, as an you artist, You could do I that can, as a... fighters that... Oh, 100%. Like, like Conor McGregor. So, Conor McGregor, for example, with all the stuff with Khabib, you, I I could not respect the guy. Yeah. Even if he didn't want, I, I respect could not him respect for him. what he's done, but I can't respect him as for a fighter. That. Yeah. But I can't respect him for the way he conducted himself. That John Jones, John Jones is like a massively it's... gifted guy, but didn't he take steroids? Uh, he got pot for steroids, pot for cocaine, crashed off his tits on cooking, yeah, drunk, crashed that, yeah. into a pregnant woman, and ran off from the scene. You can't respect he's that high, shit. Really. And it's like there's the thing with Tyson, like. Now, you either believe he raped the girl or you believe he didn't rape the girl. It's one or two things. I don't, think, I don't he think he did rape the girl. But there's people who think he did rape the girl and they're like, listen, he was amazing, but he was a rapist. And you get that with all elements, different fighters, you know? And it's the same with with uh, with music and Kanye. I can listen to his music, but I can't respect him as a guy. I just think you're, you're an idiot. He says some You're in the White House with a chance to things. say stuff and be poignant and really make statements. Yeah. And you go off on some weird, random yeah, fucking man. tangents, you know? Yeah. Which is why, and I beat on about this guy all the time, but he's one of my massive pet hates is Tommy Robinson. I hate, you know, Tommy Robinson, the EDL guy. Oh, like, so yes. This is what I hate about Tommy Robinson. Can we he pause got it? Himself. Can we pause it again? Yeah, we we're going to pause it again. Yeah, go pee. Well, go pee. I'm just gonna. I'll vamp. Will you? I'm pee? like it. Tell 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 everyone about Tommy Robinson. You gotta go in. Uh, you gotta go in Tommy Robin yourself. Talk, prepare yourself for Tommy Robinson. 
It's about to get dark on Tommy Robinson again. People are probably going to be listening, thinking, "Oh, not this fucking Tommy Robinson again." I'm ill-educated on him. You're you're ill-educated on him. So I'll give you a little brief run over in a minute. Um, But yeah, I mean, he's. uh, I don't know. I'll explain my hates towards him shortly. And other people would have heard this on here because I have. I have done this before about him because he really does bother me and people, uh, pe- people of his, of, of his type bother me. Um, let's just say I don't like the cut of the man's jib, and uh, he, uh, yeah, he just, I don't know. I'll explain when when you're back. I'll explain. Back in the building. So. Former leader of the EDL, which we all know has got massive links to racism. He says he's not racist. He's made some very racist statements before, but he's not racist. Okay, let's say we're going to take this into account. So he he keep he repeatedly states about how he's doing good. And he's trying to highlight Muslim grooming gangs and the problem with is is Islam in the UK. Blah blah blah. So okay, so I think to myself, well, okay, let's say that's true. So what he did is he built himself up and got himself in a position. To be the 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 voice of this anti-Islamic, um, anti-Muslim grooming gang issue, he is now the spokesperson. Let's say, so I think. Well, okay, we've got a man now who thousands and thousands of people who who previously had no inclination or interest in the Islamic faith or that <coughs> that side of politics. They never were interested. <coughs> Massively targets. Football uh, supporting crews and stuff, hooligans, because he was the EDL guy. So I think, okay, fair play, you've got their attention. What he continually does since having that is continually browbeat anti Muslim, anti Islam stuff. And I think you've got yourself in such a position that you could have made a difference. You could have educated the thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Exactly. You're in a position where you could have actually had a positive influence. You could have said these hundreds of thousands of people who would never have listened to anybody else. I can now turn and say, right guys, now we need to make a change. We need to be the reason for change. We can't just keep blaming a race and a culture and people. Yeah. We need to find a way to make... But he doesn't. He continually just self-promotes Tommy Rob- Robinson, promotes his books. But it's not even his name. His name's Stephen Yaxley Lennon. It's a character. It? Like, Ali G's a character for Sasha yeah, Baron Cohen. Yeah, and I'm like... Like, you're buying into this and all the time he's manipulating you, taking your money and laughing while he actually does nothing. We're going to have to chat about this next. I'm going to have to do some research, I say, because I have no... I need to. Li- I need to yeah. read about. Yeah, and like it. you so said, you don't want to make it. A, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to comment on something you don't. You I know very little about. Yeah, I, yeah, I know very little. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we were. T- so he like he's like you said with Kanye, they could have made more in the position. That's what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. You got yourself into a massive position, but it seemed like you've to make you've, change. You've you've um, neglected all the responsibility because when you actually assume the responsibility. Maybe you lose the yeah. lose the marketability and you won't make you as much money. So actually, I'll stay over here and I'll make my money and I'd rather be controversial and talk about that stuff that I don't more. believe in because it pays more. And well, I think there has to be a point where you 
reach that point where surely you're you're a position I can do good here. Bro. Let's cut the bullshit back. Yeah, you know, like this is honestly this is my aim is to get get myself to a platform. So I've got a platform. Not like not obviously like like can you like anyone who's got a platform and people listen is once I get to that platform then just spread the good message spread everything I believe in yeah. like yourself just just being a good human being I want to yeah. promote that I want to help deforestation the way we palm oil production okay so I looked at it every day but then um, oh what did I read farming cows is actually way way more detrimental to the environment the palm oil production oh yeah yeah no no so but I want to promote I'm no I'm not a vegan yeah um okay that's another topic again but what I'm saying is I want to get that platform in order to spread positive messages good messages but that's the aim that, that's the aim for me is once I'm there I want to start like a Sounds wishy-washy, dreamy, whatever. My aim, my aim is to get to a platform. Then I've got, say I've got, say I've got 20,000 people to li- that listen to my music, they listen to me. Obviously, I'd, aim, I'd want to aim for way more than that. That's the plan. But then once I've got that, um, I want to start like a movement. Um, I like the people, but like, um, just the power of the people. Get like, like a John Lennon, like, sort of thing like I, I want to promote yeah. that yeah and I'm completely agree with you and there are going to be people who as soon as you say that are going to sigh and be like oh, what a fucking what a twat and I don't <laughs> that's the bit that I don't get those people but then, it's like why are you not thinking that everything you've said I is know. positivity for the earth for society for mankind yeah. so even if it does seem wishy-washy why aren't, why aren't people instead saying thinking, we need to get behind this yeah know? like that yeah. that's one of my drives is to yeah. to get a platform is to then spread that message i got a track called love and it's with the gospel choir and all I chat about I'm not chatting about love as in a relationship it's I'm chatting about love is in for one another yeah. and like we all get down we all like but we can all help one another and I've got another track called Higher that that Bronte was recording yesterday the hook is it, like her hook is amazing the hook is amazing and it's about power to the people yeah. and it's a real positive actually I don't I, I do write positive ones <laughs> sorry I was just <laughs> checking myself earlier because I was like I, I was with my dad working there I was like god I write some like deep and serious stuff but no I don't I also do the other the other thing but, but you I mean you're a very positive guy anyway you're always upbeat yeah like energetic you're a positive guy even if reflectively you're you're deep and you you search or you choose to write about stuff that's um quite poignant and quite uh thought provoking yeah you're still an upbeat, generally, yeah. yeah, because you're it's not so, going to let it get you down. The fact that you recognise that there's these yeah. issues and you want to share them. There's more than one. There's more, there's many sides. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I I completely agree. I I can completely um. Like having, imagine word. having that platform to make change, to make better happen. Yeah, imagine. and the thing is, is so. People, I don't think people think it's disingenuous. Maybe 
Love that one. When I disingenuous. Love that. Got off from Family Guy. That's why I first heard it. You're, you're, you're I, got, I got mine from the Oxford Dictionary. No, you yeah, didn't. I swear to God. Um, so, <laughs> my favourite word would be licorice. Mine's loquacious. Loquacious is one of my favourites. No way. Yeah, loquacious and luciferous. What? Loquacious and luciferous. Okay, I don't know what that so means. So loquacious is... I know what loquacious means. Oh, yeah, you're Vocabulary and like... Um, outspoken. Some the, outspoken, yeah, exactly. So luciferous is like someone who's quite sexually Sounds outgoing. like a sexually transmitted yeah. disease. No, it's someone who's quite sexually explorative. Luciferous. What's it again? Luciferous. Okay. Loquacious, yeah. luciferous. They must yeah. be linked. No, they're not linked, I don't think. Other than... Outspoken. Like oh, acoustically, okay. maybe. Yeah, like life yeah. for us, yeah. Um, yeah, so you people dis- disingenuous, sorry, you're saying about you. Yeah, so people um, will hear what you say and think it's disingenuous, and they think, oh, no. all you want to do is reach a target audience and make millions of pounds. No. And, uh, you're, and I'm with you. I don't know, listen, if that happens for me, brilliant. I don't, I'm doing this podcast, it takes yeah. hours out of my time each time yeah. I do it. There's no money. I don't get paid at all. There's no money out of this whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And I do it because. I fucking love it. I love. Yeah. We've sat here talking bollocks now, yeah. and I've loved it. And people will so listen, funny, so and funny. I get inboxes, and people say, "I listened yesterday; it was brilliant." Really? But some, yeah, awesome. I'll get that. I get that. That's that nice. makes it worth it for me. Or someone say, "Oh, your mate Warren seems really interesting." Yeah. But like, yeah, go follow him. Follow his music yeah. career. Press the share button. What do you say then about the genuine thing? Like it's oh, what well, I had something to say then. What was it about the? the um, you said about being but disingenuous people. because people think you'd rather make money from this. Okay, so I don't give a fuck about money. Yeah. I like, I don't want a big house. I, I'm happy to live in a cabin. Like, so have you ever watched The Minimalists? Yeah. Like, I I want to be that. I want yeah. to be one of those guys. I, I I don't want a massive mansion, plaques on the wall. Then yeah, no, yeah. like yeah, like like that again. So I don't do like for me. I like. My, okay, so my EP release cost me forty. Okay, so I'm starting out, but it cost me fourteen hundred with a video to make. Yeah, I was helped by friends as well, funding that. Um, I made, I think I made like sixty quid. No, yeah. no, ninety, ninety quid. But like, it's not about the money. No, it's not about the money. Okay, I'm, every I'm every one that you sell, every <clears throat> EP that you sell. It's worth that fourteen hundred quid. Yeah, like every one of them. Hundred. Just sell what if you only ever sell one, it was worth it. it Somebody have... paid their money that they worked hard for to listen to words that you say. Yeah. Boom. And I, I, I but obviously the audience is what I'm after. Like, I don't care about money. I want to yeah. do like you know the event I'm doing next year. We 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 got Winston's Wish Church on board. Um, Winston's Wish um charity on board. Yeah. Um through my friend who's setting it all up because it's not about that obviously I'm going to need to cover expenses and stuff but it's not about money it's never been about yeah. money like I said I want I, I want to live in a cabin or, or, or a small space I don't want what's the point of having 15 rooms a ma- say you had a mansion with 15 rooms say you get you get rich what is the point I'd be I'm scared of ghosts so <laughs> if I've got to walk past four <clears throat> rooms to go from the bathroom to my bedroom I'm going to be how, darting past quickly how many quickly. ghosts could be in I'll, be, I'll be looking imagine. at the floor looking at the floor deciding <laughs> to see a shadow in one of the rooms Bro, this is why you it's need no ear decks as well yeah. imagine how less scary it would be if you've seen a ghost because you know they're going to make a no, noise or no the creaking the creaking right. 
Imagine it's dead silent. You're walking along. Okay. And you see a figure. Maybe a scare. Maybe a scare. But uh, you know, like horror films, it's scary because of the. I don't music. watch horror films. I don't watch anything with ghosts. Bro, mate, we're, we're too similar. Yeah, nothing I, with ghosts. Well, okay, this. Why don't you watch scary films? Uh, so I believe in ghosts and stuff, right? Yeah. So I don't watch ghost films because. I'll go over and I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Like, it's in there. You, you, you put those images in, in my your brain. So as soon as I close my eyes in on the night, I'll think, and I'll lay down and think, <clears throat> I know they're not, but what if someone was watching me now at the end of my bed? I'll open my Bro, eyes. Oh, fuck, there's no one there. Oh, my God. What if next time I open my eye, they're there? Mate. And so, I, I think the same that. way you think. Yeah, so it... I so won't like, watch it. I won't put no. it in my brain. And it makes me uncomfortable. Like, yeah, I never watch what's it. What's the point? I never watch it and I'm sat there thinking, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. Mate, I swear now, now, like, I watched Jaws as a kid. I'm yeah. traumatised. <laughs> I'm traumatised by open water. I go in the swimming pool to the point, like, and I, and I go underwater and then I got my goggles on. I do it. I, I go underneath the water and like in my in my head, like kind of, like, I imagine a shark goes by now. Like, and then I'm like, I panic a little bit. It takes yeah. me out of my stroke. But, and that's because I've conditioned myself to be scared, or yeah. like to think, what's in the water, yeah. or like the like the jewels when they go underwater. Boom! Big fucking shark comes out of nowhere. It's the same sort of thing. I won't put these negative images into my head, so then it's in my subconscious. Yeah. And like, honestly, I'm not. And then I'll go and sit at a friend's house or whatever. I'm like, oh my god. Of his room's haunted. They're laying in someone else's house, and you hear little noises that you don't hear in your house. You're like, "Fuck, what if there's a ghost?" Oh, yeah, I'm shit with ghosts. Are you really? Yeah. So anything I can fight, I'm good with. I'll watch Mate, Jason and I stuff like that. I say the fuck same it. Because shit. Because even if you kill I mean, me, I can we're fight. I can yeah. fight Jason. Yeah, okay. I love to fight Jason. If he's you know I mean? Okay, so with the shark, I can't really fight it. I might, yeah. I might, I'm, I'm basically his will. If it wants to eat me. Nine times out of ten is going to eat me. Well, yeah. okay. 9.9 times out of ten. Okay, grizzly bear. I've got a fucking chance. I've got... And it's not really... Okay? Okay? <laughs> no, no, no. Let me I mean, just for the podcast. Anyone listen? I don't really think I can beat a grizzly bear. <laughs> but I mean, there's there's the the tiniest chance I could... Yeah, you could swan... punch it and not like no. it or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I would think I would like. I can't. I'll come under his uh, under his right paw, left hook. I'm there because yeah. I'm trained. Hey, on the to do nose, that. it might not like it, and it might run away. There's a chance. I don't think it would, but yeah, there's a chance. I'm with you. It's yeah. a chance, and I like that train of thought because I'm thinking if I can counter it, mine's more like I can fight it. I can have a go. I can do something. Hit on the nose, yeah. and then get a run and go under a tree. It can't get underneath like, yeah, a little yeah. space. It can't get because it's too big. Yeah. You can get away from it. Shark, you're fucked. Ghost, you're fucked. Yeah, you'd go under that little tree next to me and there with you face to face. I can't fight oh. it, I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah. So, but, okay, so when it comes to the ghost stuff, I feel like we can touch on like, the next one. I feel... No, we might touch on the next one. <laughs> like, I feel like... I wear my granddad... This is going to sound ridiculous, but I wear my granddad St. Christopher, right? So, I like, this is 40 years old. Yeah. No, maybe thirty. But like he wore it, obviously when he passed away, and I, I got, I got given it, and um, I feel safe. It sounds so. People who aren't in touch with anything like this or spiritually will sound crazy. Disregard it if you want. But I feel safe with this on. Like there's nothing paranormal that can harm me. Yeah, yeah if I'm I wearing know. this. Because yeah. my granddad's with me. Like I believe there's a part of his soul, his energy yeah, that's yeah. with me. And it might sound retarded some, but for me, it works. And I'm never scared. Yeah. 
Because of it. I still don't watch a horror film. But I'm not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to put could, anything I in there. I could not watch a horror film at 12pm on a Sunday afternoon. I would, when I, I went to bed at 11 o'clock morning, that night. 6 in the morning. 11 o'clock that night, I'll, get, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll visualise it. 11 yeah. o'clock, no, it's not for me. But what about when people tell ghost stories? I just don't. I I'm, I'm like, no, no, I said this. Or oh, they say yeah. the weird shit has happened to them. I'm like, yeah, yeah no, yeah, whoa, yeah. no. Like, I stop them. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we don't have to, let's just stop. Yeah, yeah. Let's just stop this conversation. Yeah, I'm not. It's not for, um, not for me, that, mate. How do we get um, horror stories? God knows. But listen, we've been, uh, it's, we're two hours, 35 minutes in. Yeah. We, uh, we better tell people. We better okay. start thinking about wrapping it up. Um, Literally. I haven't even been home from work or anything yet, but um, so. Yeah, we need to tell yeah, people sort of like. Yeah, thanks for the time, like, by the way. I appreciate uh, it. Oh, man, I appreciate you doing this, and we uh, we need to tell people like how they find you, what to look out for, etc. Okay. I think like I feel like the best place to find me. Obviously, I've got my own website. Yeah, is www.theingloriouspoet.com, or obviously it's got loads of. Um, I'll put content links. On there. I'll put links. When I put this out, I'll put a link in that oh, okay, anyway yeah, and stuff anyway. Awesome. But yeah, so you should, if you're listening to this, you should be able to find it on there. Um, where yeah. should they follow you, Instagram? Instagram is at Inglorious Poet. Um, that's, that, that's where did the, the name come from? The name, okay, so have you ever tried to think of a name for anything? Like a company, of course you have. Yeah. It's hard work coming yeah. up with a name. And... Uh, yeah, one night, so I was coming up with a name, and like my name when I was 15 yeah. was Iceman. <laughs> that was my rap name, Iceman. Like, uh, so are we, am I thinking Top Gun when I envisage uh, Iceman? Or? Yeah, I don't know where it come from. Ice Cube, Ice T, maybe, <laughs> Iceman. <laughs> Disgustingly cringe. However, obviously, so when thinking of the name, when I revisited this, back when I was like, like, like I said, a year and a half, two years ago, um, couldn't think of a name. And I just, I didn't want to come with anything cringe that I would then cringe about looking back five years time, uh, 10 years time. So one, one night I go to sleep um, and I just wake up and in my dream I was like, you're the inglorious poet. Yeah. How mad's that? Like, yeah, so I, I got up straight away, I was like, the inglorious poet, I wrote it down in my notes straight away and I went with that because yeah. if it comes to you in a dream, then, then it's, it's, it's meant to be, no? Yeah, or like it, like it's come from it's organic, it's like from, like whether it's from my subconscious or whether it's from another dimension or anything. Yeah, it's it, not. It's organic though. You haven't yeah. sat down and picked out of a hat or listed them off. And yeah, I like it. It's cool. Ice yeah. man. So uh, so the inglor- yeah in, at inglor- inglorious poet is where you find me on Instagram. Obviously, I got the, the the website, YouTube. I've got my YouTube channel. Just type in the inglorious poet, and that will come up. I've got a few. Well, I've got. Six or seven videos on there. Yeah. Um, Got, but new content coming all the while. New content. Now you're really putting yeah. effort into into this. I've got two albums written. Yeah. Two full length albums. So, so I've dropped an EP. Got two full. They're like twelve to fourteen tracks long. Yeah. All written. I just need to record it. Videos to come. You got to market it. I got yeah. to think about how I'm going to market everything. So that'll be coming out. Either start or end of January the next. The next, which I'm calling the first one was called the the EP. This was called the LP. Yeah. And then I won't disclose the name of the next album after that. Yeah. Like I'm planning, I've been planning ahead. So that that's coming. The track Game of Thrones. Or oh, maybe call. I might call it that. It's it will be coming out 
a week before Game of Thrones air, which I'm really, really excited about. I said it's, it's, it's featuring um, that guy called Relly, produced by B-Lash as well. So yeah, loads of things happening. And I will always be updating my YouTube, the uh, the website. Instagram. Insta- Instagram, I'm, I'm pretty... Pretty good on that, yeah. Active, probably, yeah, pretty yeah. active. I, look, I love Every Instagram. It's simple, right? It's just yeah, for, yeah. Uh, yeah. Instagram's a whole. We need to cover social media yeah. <laughs> as well. So many things I want to chat about, but yeah. So Instagram at Inglorious Poet. Obviously, the, you put the links up as well. Yeah. Um, new content coming out end of January. Anything else I need to say to the people? Basically, just expect loads of thought-provoking content, some light-hearted stuff. Yeah, just stuff that represents who I am and, yeah. and the way I think. <clears throat> Good. I, I mean, I think people are going to enjoy that anyway. And, I, like, I appreciate you, man. Like, I I, uh, I respect what you've been doing. I respect what you've Likewise. come from, how it's going. And I appreciate you coming on and talking about this because... Uh, like it's it was a chance for us to delve deeper into each other as yeah, well and see how man. like similar things are and stuff. So yeah. I really enjoyed it and I think um yeah we'll definitely be catching up um again soon because we just like, it could have gone on and on and on. You got to cut it short because <laughs> people just people won't listen. We'll be like so long. People yeah, are just, yeah, yeah. So yeah, off. like we're like nearly three hours in and I think that's um enough. But it's not it's not cutting short for any other reason. And you know, yeah, like, people have got to soak it. some of the shit we spoke about. Well, people have got to soak it in. You know. <laughs> so um, what are we putting this out as my advertising? This is um. Eight through one with the Inglorious Poet or with Warren Shepherd. The Inglorious Poet. The Inglorious Poet. Like that. That's the obviously. I'd rather one day be like the people call me, like buy something to do with my music. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you don't call Eminem Marshall Mavers, do you? No. Well, I mean, I wouldn't mind. I don't. I still want to be addressed as Warren. Yeah. Um, but people, I like the fact that common is so okay. The guy, the the rapper, common. Yeah, common. He is common. Yeah. Like that, that's how what people know him as. Yeah. I think in, even in films, his name is Common. Common, yeah, yeah. Snoop, like, it's like, the same. Snoop, Snoop. Yeah. Like, Common, Common. It's a brand at the end of yeah, the day. Exactly. And it's like, and I think Glorious Poet, I want it to be. And I think also this, uh, maybe I've gone a bit too deep here, but also this. You were Warren whether you wanted to be or not. Because yeah. you were given it. You were Warren. You've you've chosen, you've created the Inglorious Poet. The Inglourious Poet did is I you. Did I the dream? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's you. That's who you are. Yeah, Warren man. isn't who you are. Warren yeah, is, yeah, it was the, the name. The name the, yeah. So the Inglourious Poet is who you the are. Avatar, you created yeah. that, you know? So, yeah. yeah, I think the Inglourious Poet, that's what we'd put it up as. Well, listen, brother, honestly, thank you very much. Absolute uh, pleasure. We'll kill it here. We'll put it to an end here and then I'm looking forward to coming on again. But for now, though, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone, as well. Appreciate it.